and you are in the zone now. You are with us on a Sunday or any time during the week if you're watching. It's Tim Wood. It's Bill Bryan. It's MVC Gridiron Weekly presented by Davila and the Fusco Insurance. Bill, pleasure to have you back. We are, we are manned down once again. Uh, Hector Longo, a late scratch uh, for for you fantasy football guys, a late scratch to the lineup. Uh, called called in with with uh, said he was uh, sick and feeling awful and would not do any any good to us. Um, are we sure? Are we sure it's not a suspension? Is it? Is it a Belichick PEDs, scratch? Or you or... just don't know. Yeah, you just you, you don't know. You know, it could be PEDs. It could have could have been food poisoning. You just never know with Hector, but because it's it's disappointing. There were some field goals this week. They, yeah. you know it's always great to talk about Central's depth when Hector's on air with me. Absolutely, because he he gets so riled up because that's his you know that's his alma mater. And God, how do you talk about Central like that? Um, but you know, very sad to have him not here. Um, but Tim, I think you and I'll be fine. Some great action in the MVC. Uh, as we talked about a couple weeks ago, um, as disappointing as it is to have Saturday afternoon games, to be able to catch a Friday night game, you know, I was able to go to Drake it and see an awesome game in, in Billerica Drake it. You obviously went to Chelmsford Lowell to catch a couple of games in a weekend. It, it makes for a much better show. And then you were at, you were at Bethune and Haverhill, uh, another another late comeback or, or a, a rally for, from the Rangers to to take out the Hillies. And uh, I was I was at Central Catholic Andover, and you know, again, it's you know, we had Josh Ramos on last week. He talks about it. You know, they circle circle that game on the calendar, and you're thinking with the talent, the talent that the Golden Warriors have when you combine Ramos and and Slayton and, and 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 yeah Harrington, and now the, the the freshman quarterback Scotty Brown that's coming on. You're thinking, you're thinking, okay, all right, maybe. Maybe, maybe, maybe you know, at home, maybe just maybe, and and uh, no, no, it was it was out of hand very quick, and uh, the the Raiders went on to I think they were up twenty twenty eight to nothing at the half twenty eight three, and uh, they end up winning forty one to ten with a running clock through the fourth quarter. I mean, here we are, Tim. Based on paper and the records, you know, I was expecting you know Methuen to handle Haver a little bit easier, and, and we're expecting a dogfight in in Andover, and it was it was uh, quite the opposite. The dogfight was in was in uh, Trinity Stadium, and in the in the runaway was in Andover, which is definitely shocking. Tim, I got to ask, you know, obviously you were there. Is there a possibility this little quarterback controversy could could have could have kind of like you know, messed up Andover a little bit. It's tough when you take your leader out and you stop yeah. messing things around. I mean, Harrington's a two-year starter, and the kid is 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 a heck of a player. So, what, what, I, I still am baffled by the purpose of. And it's of, an interesting question because Brown played a lot of the game uh, against the Raiders too. I mean, Harrington came up, came in at the end for, and actually threw their own only touchdown at the end of the game against against the Raiders. Probably you know second string defense at that point. But um, you know. So who who started the game? I I so I got so I got there late as well. So I I I can't tell you for sure, but I'm I'm pretty sure that Brown started. So wow. even if even if that's not the case, just to, like you said, just the fact that you've got this this in and out, um, 
it's it's interesting. It's it's interesting, yeah. and it's you know, I think maybe pr- trying to prepare uh, prepare them for the future, get it, get him some 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 reps. But these aren't garbage time reps. I'm know? like Tim. This is this isn't future talk. This yeah. is you know, this is now. Uh, MV- NBC yeah. championship. This is central and over a huge rivalry. And, and you're talking about a kid who is a so- Harrington's a sophomore. So you're not talking about a senior here. You're talking about a kid who's got this season and two more seasons left. It, it, like I said, we're not the coach. And, and obviously, you know, I, I can say whatever I want from the stands or from afar, but it is a little bit of a head scratcher. It is. It's, and it's, it's, um, It'll be much easier to ask Coach Perry that question uh, after they after they win next time. <laughs> so, well, hopefully so. not this Friday or Saturday because they're playing Methuen. Exactly. So we'll we'll, exactly. Uh, we'll hold off on answering that question. So uh, you know, so so that was you know in terms of just trying to see how how the how the league is shaken out and and seeing if 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 this is the year that that one of the public schools can knock out knock out Central. Um, it it wasn't happening against Andover. Lowell get Lowell's gonna get the next shot at him next week. Lowell extremely dominant, as you mentioned. I was there. Um, Lowell extremely dominant. Um, you know, a a nice a nice comeback win. Uh, into a nice uh turnaround for them in terms of in terms of that loss to Methuen in in week three. So I mean, they go out and dominate a uh, a um. Uh, you know, a scrappy Chelmsford Lions team. They go out and dominate them again, as as we said with the with Central Catholic. Lowell did the same thing to Chelmsford. Just just absolutely uh, owned them from from the kickoff and and ended up you know just and ended up forty three seven. Yeah, that's. I mean, Lowell, Lowell Lowell's weapons, Tim. You know, they have a, a, a athletic quarterback who can run. I don't think throwing is his 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 main his main uh, you know skill set, but with Ty and, and and the rest of athletes, Lowell is no joke. Um, they just got to remain disciplined and and have a, a heck of a game next week to be able to uh, to stand up to uh, the depth of Central Catholic. For sure, I mean it, you know and Ty's Ty's slowly coming back. That the hamstring is still. You know, as as you'll hear him say, we you know we 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 talked to him after after the win. Uh, talk to a lot of the, the the Red Raiders players after the win. Um, you'll you know he, he's saying it's it's still it's a work in progress uh, you know and and it's a work in progress not to re-injure it. And right. so they sat in the second half once the game was you know out of out of out of hand or in hand out of control. And um, you know a lot of a lot of uh, stars in play there for for Lowell. So a good win there. Uh, and so, uh, you know, Bill Ricca uh, with a, with a big ri- win, you were there, a big win at Drake it, you know, you're wondering what, you know, are, are these middies as dominant as the record says, you know, is, is, are they what their record is saying? And, and Bill Ricca, uh, Bill Ricca went in there and again, uh, you can speak better to it, but, uh, it just dominated from, from the kickoff. Well, when you have a coach who who knows how to motivate, and, and obviously when we talk to Coach Sigsbury, we'll we'll hear kind of how he gets his boys up and going. But the press clippings and and all of you uh all of you guys that pick games, you know, definitely uh definitely added to the press um, 
for the Barica players, and and there was a fire, Tim. I, I obviously was a couple minutes late getting to uh, getting to the Midi Stadium, and it was already fourteen nothing. I got the recap by you know all the fathers and, and parents when I got there, and the Barica kids were what I was told from the second they walked onto that field were up high and, and basically out chanting. They dress everybody in Barica, so it was a hundred kids in the sideline. Wow. Jake had, had about thirty five to forty and it was it was an intimidating presence. Just a photo Barica. from the from the captain's you know, the captain's meeting on, on, on the field. It was like it, it was like a a, a Bill Recker mob right from the get go. It's like you know, thirty captains out there. And they did the you know a little bit of a hoo ha chant on the way in, and and it was while Drakeit was was chanting, and it was you know from what I was told by by both sides, it, it was a, it was definitely intimidating, and it set the tone for the game. Yeah, it set the tone for the game, and, and the Burka kids came out, and it's one of those old adages, you know, when you get kind of smacked in the mouth, you got to stand up and, and fight, and it, 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 Drakeit didn't seem to have a, a comeback to Barica's initial, you know, initial onslaught. So, uh, you know, Barica, again, you know, the, 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 the small, uh, the small part of the conference, that's, you know, that's, that's shaking that up now. Not, not as, not as much of a, uh, uh, a dominant, uh, a domination by, by Drake. It is as, as we might have thought we were seeing. So that's certainly back in play. The largest certainly in play, uh, and and you know the other the other game the other marquee game on Saturday, uh, Tuxbury you know, North, North Andover was was just everything you you could have hoped it would be. Yeah, no, that was a that was a game I, I wish we could have we could have been in uh, could have been at. However, um, you know Cunningham and Poti, uh, you know they're texting and and their information through Twitter. I kind of felt like I was at the game. Oh yeah! Um, Shout out to Jamie Pody and 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 Jim Cunningham, especially yep. just on, on on the Tewksbury scene. They do a phenomenal job. Um, and, and they don't even just tell you the score, but you know they make sure you get your stats right. I guess yes. Alward, we we put him down for two touchdowns. He had three, but they give you a little bit of history. You know, if if we would have punched, if Tewksbury would have scored the last touchdown, which they probably could have, it would have been the exact score of last year's game, but reversed where where North Andover won. So they they give you a lot of a lot of insight and, and definitely a couple of guys that just just love their football and love their community. And it, it, I'll tell you, in in it, it, in terms of how we cover the league, um, we get around as much as we can. We've we're growing the network of folks who are who are out there um, feeding us information, feeding us video. Um, but you know, guys like that that have been that have been there and and you know killing it before we came on the scene. Uh, it's so important and it's what gets us excited about covering it quite honestly the more the the more uh focus on on youth sports the more focus on high school football uh it's it's exciting to be able to follow it along even if you can't get to the games no you're right tim and, and we're great we're brave to to put our mugs on the uh on the camera and i think that's the difference those guys have a ton of knowledge and in and, and insight and skill set and it's it's great to be able to take information from them and, and pass it on because at the end of the day this is all about the players and the coaches and the schools and if we can kind of help create some 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 friendly rivalries and, and, and get games talked about because there's a lot of kids man that are given 110 percent and as we know 
things like that can can end for them and and we want to make sure we give them all the juice and and all of the props we can because and you, you never know, the, know and you know the 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 picks are friendly too you know like you know uh logan at nvc uh nvc uh, uh Mac valley sports report uh, uh, again we talk about uh you know information that's out out there Logan's got another full-time job, and and Logan started this up because he's just hugely passionate about the MVC and and wanted more coverage out there, and and so he's he's making picks now, and and I got a I got a small little issue with Logan though too. Oh, you of I, course, yeah, yeah, and again, was, you know, he's new. I was sitting two people away from him, and I didn't even know it. Yeah, I get home and I see his videos of the. Bill Ricca Drake came and I'm, I'm telling my wife, I'm like, I, that's I, my I view. Take, I take, <laughs> no, that's the view I was at. I said, you, I, at one point you heard me in, in the stands and I went on Logan's, uh, you know, his own Twitter page and I clicked on his picture and I'm like, I looked him in the eyes like four or five times. I wish I would have known what he looked like. And I hopefully next guy we see each other, we can say hello and check in cause he's doing some great work. He and, is. and, uh, he he he! Along with you this week, picked, picked a couple of duds. I mean, let's just call it. Like we see it. Uh, you know the the tribute too. I mean, you know, listen, we we were yeah. we were, uh, you know, we were we were on the uh, on the Drake it bandwagon, and I went even farther onto the the Drake it bandwagon than than the, than the Tribune and 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 Logan did. Um, I think I had it like thirty five ten. Uh, but so, you, you do recall me telling you before the game, before I got there, that I was picking Barica, right? Oh yeah, no, absolutely. The, like I put those picks out there way before the game, so so you certainly, I, I will, I will give you props. You you were picking Bill Ricca. You, you were kind of like, what are you, what are you doing? That's not like, that's not like representing all of us, is it? That's just. Uh, so next week, if it's not representing all of us, I will put. I will put it to make sure that it, these are the views of Tim Wood in case you in, – in, in case, you know, as as happened after the Bill Rick and Drake game, that the Indians folks kind of kind of gave me the what's what for on Twitter. So that, that yeah. that's fun. That's fun. And, you hey, know? one other shout-out too. If you remember last week, Tim, during the show, we were talking about the player of the week, and I think Al Wood was, was winning at the time, and we all picked – one, I, I will give Hector props, man. He he picked Colby Cyrus. He did, yeah. And it was instantly after that there was probably fifty I, votes I will within give, the next half hour. I will give I mean, as much as I will give Hector props for just spreading the love around you got to give the Bill Ricca crowd a, a, a props because we had like four hundred four hundred probably four hundred votes at that point and it was well in hand for Aylward and Boom! Yeah. Within like you know by by the by the the end of the the the, the Sunday NFL games, it was it was flip flopped. Our, our our graphics guy Chris Kalisi, huge shout out to Chris. He, you know he was looking at the early voting. He had already made the Elward graphic, and and he'd made uh, Ramos you know just sucking up to me. And he had yep. to go back and make the Cyrus, the Cyrus logo. So huge, huge shout out to Colby Cyrus, and, and huge shout out to uh, to all the folks that voted. Uh, you know, it's uh, this is fun, and and like yeah, you no, said, the, the rumor, the rumor was that you know Sunday is a good time for political candidates to get out, and knock on doors. <clears throat> the rumor was people were knocking on doors, and 
they were opening the door waiting to talk about a, a political candidate and it was grabbing their cell phone getting on their twitter and voting for colby so there was definitely a couple hours on sunday morning where uh where there was Barica people walking around making sure, did you get your tweet in yet? Let's go get your tweet in for Colby. A and, nice, uh, I mean, they come out, out. I'll tell you, they yep. come out for him, and, yep. and we've got we've got another Indians player on there this week. Um, we'll, we'll talk about that later. All right, so here's here's the overall lineup for the show. Um, we're heavy. We we were at four games, so we are heavy on post game interviews and video this week. Um, we, we've got all kinds of players from, from Lowell, from Central Catholic. I got a, got a couple interviews from, from the Drake at Bill Rickett game, some, some video, um, and, and, and uh, you know, some, some stuff from, from Methuen Haverhill as well. Um, but, uh, we will also, as, as Bill kind of teased earlier, uh, our longer interview this week, we will talk to, uh, to Dwayne Sigsbury, the, the head coach of Bill Ricca. Uh, about the huge win, about the evolution of of this year's team, and and what he sees moving forward. Plus, a, a couple of cool things that that Bill Ricca does, and a couple of cool things going on with the coach himself. So, stay tuned for that. That's the lineup, folks. We will come back. I, I think we got to start off. I, you know, we got to start off. I think we got to start off Tewksbury North Andover. Is, is that fair, Bill? Without question, that, yeah, was, we'll, that we'll st- was definitely definitely the game of the week. Absolutely. So we'll start there. We'll take a quick break here. We'll we'll start we'll start uh, we'll talk Red, Redmond um, Scarlet Knights right after the break here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your mis- results may vary, but give Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDeFusco.com. Big shout out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5, Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. 
Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen, she, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house sold word. Call her at 508-954-7941. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance. Watch us anytime throughout the week, folks. We are everywhere. I'm telling you, you can catch us. Uh, we're everywhere. It's 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 insane where we are now, Bill. I mean, we've got uh, you know we've got Twitter, we've got Facebook, we've got Periscope, we've got uh, YouTube, and now now you. kind of retrofit that to to the the uh the studio setup so we could do the phone interviews still right. you know we were, right. we were hoping we could get some of these guys on 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 skype like you and i kind of put ourselves out there no matter what we look like on a sunday morning and we're 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 over in terms of that but the 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 fight goes on we are going to get these players on 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 skype i i, I i'm i'm not holding out much hope for the coaches but we're going to get the players no, they'll catch on, Tim. And, and we notice by our player of the week, we're noticing with our views. I'm getting videos sent to me right after games yesterday, all into this morning. As people learn the format and see that we've taken a show that we used to just kind of talk for a couple hours and Hector would complain about how long it was and, and he had to go home and, and do other more important things. do this next week, guys. Yeah, it can't be so long. Uh, we're breaking it up into smaller segments, so you can catch the whole show, which is, is the goal, but you can also see, and ideally what's going to happen, Tim, and it's already starting to get talked about, is our little segments are going to get sponsors by the towns that they live in. Exactly. So as much as it's great for us to have a little sponsor, so my challenge to Marika, as you watch the Coach Sigsbury interview, is get off your butts and get a local Marika, you know, restaurant business to sponsor the segment, and then you're guaranteed that weekly talk about, Absolutely. regardless if you win or lose. And that's going to be the key to the show for us to be able to continue, Tim, is the towns kind of picking up and supporting us and, and paying for all this technology and, and these awesome flags that we have. <laughs> and, you know, the, yeah, the, the outfits and, 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 and the, the grooming, you know, I mean, it's, you know, we've, we, we need, we, we need help, but, but all kidding aside, you're absolutely right, Bill, and you know we're going to start that next week. Country Kitchen in Methuen has, has signed on. They're going to be the sponsor of, of Methuen segments moving forward. Um, and as Bill said, we challenge Bill Ricker. We challenge every town. We're going to, you know, we're I, the the ads every, you know, the ads, the coaches, the the uh, the um, 
booster associations, they've all been phenomenal in embracing the show. And so that's the next step of the outreach here. And, and But I'll tell you, honestly, before we start calling you, if you want – if you have someone in your town – uh, in in an MVC town that that you in a, if you're a small business or you know a small business that is a perfect fit to be the sponsor of of your team segments on the show, let us know. Uh, let us know you know through through Twitter through a direct message. Uh, see us at the at the games. Email me Tim at at at, at uh, loopweekly.com. We will. We'll make it happen. I trust you, and, and as we've said, it's the, it's we will promote the heck out of you, and it's the most affordable, uh, you know, pr- way to promote your business and promote you sports and local journalism at the same time. So that's and Tim, and I wish I wish Hector was here because you know, like I'm about to say, and he'd get all emotional and and, and all upset with me, but. Central's in all the towns, so they have no excuse right? to not get a couple of businesses to help out the show and, and promote them. So, you know, we definitely need to see Central step up and, and get a sponsor and, and uh, help out the show. You know, it's as- funny because, it's funny you say that because, like, you talk about Logan being unassuming, and he, he really is. He is not – he's not a media guy, okay? He, this, is, this is a fan who started, started this, this um, WordPress site. Um, to 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 promote the MVC and all the youth athletes, same mission as we have, and but so you know we've kind of tried to connect. He he works during the day, so it's it's been hard to connect or do do videos. So far, we're gonna make that happen, but um, you know there's been a couple times where where, where uh, we've talked about him getting us some video on some post game interviews, especially, and you know he he, he he's he, he's um. He said afterwards, I, "I they wouldn't let me through. They wouldn't let me onto the field, you know. Because and and we'll we'll rectify that getting them a press pass. But I mean, you know. So I I what I was saying. There if is, I would I was, have known he was two right? people over for me right? and Drake, I would have just walked him in the field with Absolutely. him. Absolutely, you would have been his bouncer. Logan, you just got to walk on the field and act like you belong there. It plus it helped that I had John Houlihan with me, who who that, probably yes. would have who probably would have." Uh, you know, taking care of a couple of guys for me in a nice way. So, you know, in, in saying that, I, you know, I'm standing, I, I, I came with a, with a head of steam wanting to talk to Ernie DeFiori. And Ernie is, is the same way. He's he's unassuming. And and so it's like I, I, I almost feel bad coming coming in hot when, I, when I'm talking to Ernie. Such a nice guy. Ernie's a great guy, a Methuen guy. Ernie has been nothing but nice to me and my family and – you know, I'll be honest. I'll probably expect a call or a text from him later. Um, you know, just a just a good guy, and, yep. and I I have no problem standing behind everything that that all the crap I give Central, and I'm going to continue to do it. But there is a lot of great people and a lot of great kids that go there. Um, you know, it's just a conversation for another day. But oh, yeah. I, you know, I I can't talk any higher enough about Ernie and and all the things that that, that he's done. All right, so. Uh... We we kind of did some some self promotion to, to start here, but uh, you know needed to, to to keep spreading the word. Uh, so uh, Tim Wood, Bill Bryan here on on MVC Gridiron Weekly. Let's talk Tewksbury, uh, North Andover. Bill, it was a game where coming into it, you you wonder you wonder where both these teams are at. They're both defending you know the state division defending champs. 
uh, one of them a state state champion. So you're thinking, well, and but off to uh, you know North Ando North Ando off off to a slow start, but you know has clearly shown signs of life. Uh, Tewksbury, the loss the loss to Methuen. You're wondering, okay, how dominant are they? How's this game going to play out? And and we got our answers pretty quickly there, Bill. No, we did, Tim. And I, I think going into it on paper, I, I think everyone would be would be uh, would be fibbing if they didn't say that was the game of the week. So I think all eyes and ears were on that game. Uh, one of the one of the quotes at the Barica Drinker game was. The field behind us was was being uh, was getting hosed down, was was being you know watered up, and uh, one of the fathers joked that that's what was going on in the Tewksbury field all night long to mud it up because you know historically North Andover has better athletes and and can outrun. Last year they played in North Andover on the turf and and the outcome did not go the Redmen the Redmen way. You know Tewksbury going on to win the state championship, but this year a little playing, different. Playing playing in Tewksbury on that grass, um, I don't even want to call it a field at times because it, it is it is a tough place to play. Um, it, it definitely might have slowed down the the athletes of of uh, of North Andover. Watching some of the video, it looked like they're they're running back once again. His name always escapes me, and it should not. Um, Talking about North Andover. Yeah, Freddie yeah. Freddie Gaiman. Gaben, you know, seemed to to do his his thing again, cutting through and, and making some some great moves. But he had a I, I fifty-five was... yard run, ninety-eight yards for the game. So I mean, yep. you know, they they um, uh, in terms of his numbers, they, they kind of let him go a little bit, but but overall kept him in check. No, they did a couple of big runs, which is probably what Al would talk all all week about. Don't give up the big play, and uh, it seemed like they did. But at the end of the day, took both well coached teams here. So when I say this, this is not a knock on nothing over. But Al would he's been coaching for so long. He knows his players. He knows his team. He knows kids that are in third and fourth grade playing pop honor right now, and how he's going to use them in six <laughs> years when they come up. And if you think I'm kidding, you're crazy because. His current quarterback was an eighth grader, you know, and, and I met him back when he was at the eighth, ninth grade uh, transition camp that Coach Ryan and Coach Al would do. And, you know, he just knows his kids. He knows his town, and, and they know him and trust him. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I can't say that I called this game. I didn't pick a, a winner. I really thought it was going to be a toss-up. And, um, but I'm not surprised that, that Tewksbury was able to handle handle uh, North Andover. Well, we, you know, we've got the we've got some of the highlights up on the screen now, and and most you know a lot of these highlights from the game are all about Shane Aylward, and and you know you talk about the explosive plays, a 90 yard kickoff run to start, a couple of big uh, big uh, plays um, offensively. Uh, one of the plays that's that, that you're seeing right now. Is, is a play where Aylward tracks down Gaben. It's Gaben's 55-yard run, but but uh, Aylward gave him probably about a, a a 20-yard head start and caught him down the sideline at the three-yard line. So, I mean, it's not just offense when we're talking about Aylward. I mean, he had 231 all-purpose yards on the game, but... Uh, you know, it, it just exemplifies the hustle that 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 is um, is the Redmen. Yeah, yeah. No, no. He there's there is no 
there is no word quit in that kid's vocabulary, and and doesn't matter if it's offense, defense, special teams. He's been coached well for for many years, and and I, I think he's kind of taken on that identity. I don't think he needs much motivation. It's like having another coach on the field with him. And we're watching his last touchdown run, which was just a, a gorgeous, incredible, yeah, gorgeous Inc- run. Um, and you know. It, what it what it reminds me to Bill and and again not to suck up to my co-host here but I mean it's Brian, Brian Coach Brian and and son son Shane uh, very similar to what I see with you and 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 your son Connor um, you guys were you know tr- you guys keep them humble uh, last year you were kind of trying to uh, underplay them kind of because kind of keep them under the radar and and keep their heads maybe keep their heads from getting too big. Um, not that that was going to happen with either either one of these kids. Uh, I mean, late last year, this year, uh, you, you can't you know we you can't contain it in terms of Shane Aylward. I mean, he he is just he is beast mode personified in terms of everything he does on the field, and it and it showed. I mean, it, there was a couple times where North Andover had had a couple breaks go their way. You're thinking, all right, this is the spot where they come back and and you know, win the third straight year against, against the Redmen and Aylward led, led the charge and, 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 and kept this game, kept this game out of, out of touch. Tim, I would say for me, probably the, one of the best ways to describe it is that the, the game of football has changed so much. And, and Shane is probably what now we call uh, an Iron Man player. Back in the day, it was, you know, playing all, both ways. It was playing every snap. And you don't see that. Oh, wait a minute. That's what he's doing. Yeah. He plays special teams. He plays offense. He plays defense and he plays critical positions. And a lot of the offense comes through him. He passes, he runs, he catches, um, and he's instrumental on defense. You describe the special teams play where, you know, he's running, chasing a kid down, down the field. And, and that's, you don't see much, much of that these days. There is kids that go both ways, but not to the level that Shane Albert goes. Absolutely. Uh, Ryan, the quarterback you mentioned, Ryan Rometta, a 26-yard touchdown pass to Nolan Timmons to to cap the scoring for the Redmen. Uh, Kyle Dorigo, also an eight-yard touchdown for uh, Tewksbury. Uh, Will Will Schimler, uh, how better better there? Schimler? Perfect. Okay. Perfect. Unless they call us and say it's pronounced another way, then yeah. we're we're kind of screwed. Right. So well, in terms of in terms of where you were at, I, I I was on. Okay. Will Schindler, 115 passing yards, 36 rushing yards, a three-yard TD run, and a TD pass to Sebastian Venti. So, uh, and then Freddie Gaben, as we mentioned, 11 carries, 98 rushing yards, a 55-yard run, and a six-yard TD run for. The Scarlet Knights. Scarlet Knights fall to one and three. Tewksbury three and one. Um, now, Tim, there is a correction by Cunningham that says that Allwood has had three touchdowns. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. I didn't say. I didn't say he didn't. I just mentioned that that he had. Uh, oh, you know, actually, I think I said in the. In the vote, I, I said two touchdowns. Okay. I don't think yep. you counted his ninety-yard his ninety-yard uh, return. I think it was his two regular plays. No, you know, I did. I just didn't. I I I knew he had three, and and I didn't put all three of them on on the recap screen. But then in doing that, then I I only put two TDs in the MVP vote uh, summary. 
I would hope I would we'll, hope we'll that the two hundred and thirty one yards would 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 be enough for folks to to vote for him. Um, I, I and, and another huge win. Think about it. You go yeah. Methuen, you go uh, BC High, and then you go North Andover. That is not a, a joke of a of a schedule right there at all. Those are those are three top top tier opponents. Cunningham already Cunningham already hit us in a comment on on the vote. Um, correcting, saying saying it was three touchdowns, a 90-yard kickoff, a five-yard run, a 75-yard run. So, Jim. Yeah, he did that right around 9 o'clock, yep, just so you know. <laughs> Jim, well played. Uh, the, the, you are the Tony Reality of the show this week. Um, so so there, there, there's your there, there's your wrap-up in terms of Tewksbury, North Andover. Uh, Tewksbury uh, will be a, another big kind of show-me game next week uh, against Bill Ricca. Uh, North Andover will play uh, Chelmsford. So, uh, great game there in Tewksbury on on Saturday. Another barn burner type game uh, was the um, Methuen Rangers. They are they are living dangerously as of late. Uh, two straight really tight uh, wins where where they needed a rally. Uh, this one comes came at a uh, came. With some baggage in terms of uh, Connor Bryant, uh, MVP candidate for certain, he left the game in the first half. Bill. Yeah, kind of did something to his left foot. Obviously, where uh, you know his parents were were going to have that looked at and 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 see what's going on. Um, was not able to return in the second half, um, which obviously is is disappointing for any kid, any player, any parent. Um, you know, obviously, you know, Connor's pretty, uh, pretty bummed out, but definitely, uh, definitely cares about the team and, and, you know, um, you know, his, his quarterback that, that, uh, Jordan Pernermo, that was, that was a, a junior and senior Connor's freshman and sophomore year was a, a huge, huge fan of, of Connor and, and definitely helped his development and growth. And, and the same Connor has done that to uh, a junior Joe Ganji and, has been, you know, kind of, kind of passed on that that same type of, of responsibility of making sure that the guy behind you is as ready to go as you are, and as hard as that is to know that that someone's going to replace you, you have to show that same respect and and, and be a good teammate, um, and it shows a lot about a lot about Connor's character that, you know, after he got himself taped up and on crutches, he was on the sideline, and and as a dad and as a, a someone who loves youth coaching, to see my son you know, hobbling out yeah. to the sidelines and coaching Joe and coaches were yelling at Connor, tell him to do this because at that moment they knew that that kid in that moment was, you know, probably a little, a little, uh, you know, a little nervous and a lot going on and that he's been so used to Connor talking to him and helping him out. It was much easier to pass that, that message through Connor. So sure. as, as, as a dad, when you see your son being a mentor and, and being a, a damn good teammate, um, you know, despite the despite the injury and him coming out, it was a it was a proud moment in in that aspect. So uh, we watched a couple of, of passes from 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 Connor uh, earlier in the game. Here Ten is... for twelve, over a hundred yards passing. Yeah. He was he was on. He was on. He's, he was kind of adjusted. He had a, a toe he hurt in Tewksbury that kind of threw off his his passing game against Lowell, and he had kind of 
figured out, okay, I got to change my arm slot and, and adjust some things. And he had done that all week. And, you know, he was connecting with Coleman and, and some other players. And Bergeron was running the ball well. They, they had a couple of costly fumbles. And defensively, we let Haverhill have a couple of really long drives, which ate off a lot of time, which was unfortunate. But, you know, we were they were ready to pounce. And, uh, you know, ending the second quarter. 10-3 uh, at the half. Ha- Haverhill yeah. was up 10-3. Um, yeah. so Methuen or 10, three, yeah. Or 10, six, 10, six, 10, six. So 10, six Methuen scores, uh, to go up 12, 10 on, on a Coleman touchdown. Was that, is that correct? Yeah. And then the play we're about to watch is, is when the Hillies, uh, retook the lead, uh, to go up 17, 12. <laughs> So as you see, a slant pass there from 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 Brady Scaffus. Uh, so that put them up seventeen twelve, and then so the now athlete, you lose your you lose your starting quarterback. Yep. You know you're, you're coming out. You're you're not playing your best game. You're, you're committing penalties. You're fumbling. Everyone's heads were down. And and one of the things that that you know I will give Connor a lot of credit for is over the last year and last season. He, he definitely showed that team and the returning players that I don't care if it's the, the first second of the game or the last second of the game, you always have a chance to win the game. And and they put, you know, Ganji on their shoulders and, and he stepped up and, and did what he needed to do. And, and the other the other person was, was Kareem Coleman. Kareem sure. had to take a little bit more of the offense, running the ball, catching the ball, and the kid blocks constantly constantly blocking and there's even a touchdown called back uh for a block in the back and and i really wish people would have a better understanding of what a block in the back is if you hit them in the back it's a block in the back but if you're blocking them in the front and they spin you got to know that's not a block in the back and the video clearly shows kareem had a great block and the kid spun and he continued his block you can't stop blocking when they turn the back to you and these new rules are just making it very confusing for the referees and it's it's unfortunate because Zach Bergeron loses a 65 yard touchdown run on what clearly was a 65 yard touchdown yeah run. Uh, you mentioned Ganji and, and Coleman and you mentioned you know kind of maybe some heads hanging uh the the clock ticking you're wondering you're wondering where are we at this point and uh a, a just a huge momentum changer uh on this play here you'll see where we're very 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 athletic play Ganji takes one for the team in terms of the hit that he takes and and gets it off to coleman who then uh uh, an an amazing scrim let's take a look at it that was a kareem i don't want to get hit by So great there, great play there by 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 Coleman and Ganji. Quite honestly, to to get rid of the ball, even uh, I mean, he, I'm gonna be honest, Tim. From the stands, Ganji looked like he was like, "What the hell do I do right now? Someone get this ball yeah, for me!" Hot potato. The last second, <laughs> last second, he gave it up and got absolutely hammered uh, by a huge defensive tackle. And then, like you said, Coleman just took off and and did the whole, you're not hitting me right now. And and that was a second and long, which ended up being a third and short, which led to a first down that obviously, you know, it, it you know naturally led to a touchdown by Ganji from Methuen to, to go ahead. And, um, 
here is here is uh, as we're watching the Coleman end of the play that that that, that kind of kept that drive going. Here is the Ganji. <laughs> So that puts that puts uh, Methuen up nineteen seventeen at that point, yep. and from there, Bill, kind of take us home in terms of what happened from there because it was not easy sailing for the Rangers. No, it wasn't. It would have been uh, it would have been much easier if that was kind of the end of the game. Unfortunately, it wasn't. Tim, ironically, my wife and I were my wife's typically on the field and she was for most of it, but I'm sitting with Diane Ganji, Joe's mom. And it was her birthday yesterday and Zach Bergeron's birthday. So there she is, Tim, just absolutely nervous and, and psyched for her son, but sitting next to me knowing that, you know, for her son to get in, my kid's on crutches on the sideline and, and just a great family and, and extremely respectful and, you know, literally would jump up and cheer and then turn around and give me a hug. And, and you know, I'm so sorry. It's like, hey, right now we're about Joe and, and, and Joe's going to win this game for the Rangers. So it was uh, it was kind of a, one of those strange moments where you're, you're rooting a kid on knowing that your own kid is, is hurt, which makes it tough. So Haverhill was not done, Tim. They um, they weren't ready to give that game up. Methuen ends up kicking the ball off. Haverhill comes right down the field and, and, and marches down. Methuen comes up with a with a huge stop um, to, to kind of stop the drive. And, and we ended up recovering, you know, getting the ball back. And it, it kind of goes back and forth. The huge play was um, Methuen stopped. Haverhill punts the ball. Methuen's got a first and ten. Uh, I think within their 10 yard line and we need, obviously need a first down. We don't get it. Um, you know, Haverhill makes a couple of plays. I don't know if I would have called as they were going in scoring. Um, we ended up punting the ball. Don't get a great punt off. Haverhill drives down, gets in the red zone. You know, they're, they're ready to, ready to score. Huge play by, um, I, uh, Ayala who makes a tackle. Um, it's clear on the tape. Uh, Nick Matthew as Ayala's, uh, uh, tackling him. Nick strips the ball right out, recovered by, um, oh, crap. I don't have his name right in front of me. Uh, fumbles recovered by Methuen. Once again, now it's first and 10. Let's take a look it, at, let's take a look at the fumble there real quick. Courtesy of, of all, all this tape has been courtesy of Jen Silva. So great, great work again from Jen. Ethan, Ethan Ayala. Ethan Ayala with that great stop. Uh, kid brand new to football. Had, hadn't played very often. Obviously making huge strides to be able to be on a varsity game. Uh, I mean, that, that, was, that felt like that 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 moment felt like a like a, a Butler Super Bowl moment where you're like you're, you're like they are you know, they're going in. They're going in, and, yeah, oh, yeah. and, and we're Absolutely. in trouble. It's and, late in the Tim, game. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm in the stands with my sister, who's been coaching girls basketball for you know for if I say how many years, she'll probably pop me one. Um, and we're talking strategy right now, and 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 I'm thinking if I'm a Thuin, let them in. They're already they're already in field goal range. Let them score. Yeah, let them so in. now you're talking 19, 17. You're talking 23, 24, 19. Now all you got to do is score, but. Then you're thinking, all right, we got a brand new quarterback in. Kind of, what do we do? And you needed a big play. And obviously, Yala makes the tackle. That's his job. He's supposed to. But Nick Matthew, a senior, Nick was my QB all the way through Pop Honor. Smart, smart player. 
Um, I'm so happy what Nick's doing, both off offensively and defensively. Nick strips the ball out, and, and Jordan um, Jordan Duran makes the recovery. And Jordan's no joke, man. He picked that ball up. He had end zone in his sights. It was about 95 yards away. He was immediately tackled after about a yard and a half. So he's probably going to get a lot of crap from the coaches. Just jump on the ball. Don't worry about trying to score 95 yards with under two minutes left in the game. Uh, but a huge play to, to basically, you would think, seal the game. Right now we're under two minutes, right? We have the ball, huge fumble. Methuen, run, run, punt. Oh. Now there's a minute and 30, minute and 40 seconds. Havel makes a couple of good plays. Uh, Methuen makes a huge stop in the end zone. Ben Cadet, like he's been doing all year. Another long pass. Kareem Coleman makes a great play. Haverhill lines up after a timeout for a 40 Five yard field goal, and this kid and made ha- a field goal to end the half. And so and he has a he has a boot. He can kick, and you saw him during warmups. He can absolutely kick the ball. So the whole stands is is just watching to see what happens. And he had the leg, Tim. It it I don't know if it quite made the the, the pole, but it was a boot, and it went into the end zone. It was just wide left, and obviously the the Rangers went into victory formation and and. Uh, sealed the 1917 win so it was a great game uh tough situation for for connor to to not play in the second half and we'll see what's going to happen uh and the week's coming for him you know he loves the game of football he loves his teammates and you know anything short of you know not playing next week would be would be pretty devastating for him as you mentioned zach bergeron he had a six yard td rush a kareem coleman a 21 yard td rush in the third quarter and and uh, Joe Ganji with the the, the twelve yard TD rush to give the the Rangers the lead for good. Uh, we caught up with uh, Mr. Ganji after the game. All right, Mr. Ganji, Bill Bryan, NBC Gridiron, got a call of second half to come in. Connor yep. Bryan has to come out. Talk a little bit about how that how that was. Well, <clears throat> coming into the second half, very nervous, like very nerve wracking. But um, once we started driving down the field. We ended up scoring, felt good, and felt more confident in the team, and we ended up getting it done. All right, how was the touchdown for you when you ended up crossing the end zone yourself? How big is that? Yeah, it was amazing. It was a, it's a really good feeling. I'm glad I got to experience that, and uh, hopefully Connor's back next week, and we move on to Andover, and we uh, get it done. All right, what did you say to the guys in the huddle for your first play? <clears throat> uh, I just called the play, and I said, we got Let's this. Go. We're going we're gonna to drive down the field Let's and let you do go. it. All right. Who, who made the defensive stop on the tackle? Did you see who that was? I didn't end up seeing who that was, but it was a big play. All right. Huge win for the Rangers. Yeah, Great job. Definitely. Thank you. Keep it going, kid. Thank you. All right. So there, there's Joe Gate. Now, now listen. Um, you know, we're talking about Connor's injury. Um, yeah, we're gonna wanna, that's kind of a, 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 a tough conversation, especially having it with, with, with the dad here on, on, on air. So we want to kind of, you know, add some levity. And I'll tell you that when I first saw, uh, when I first saw the photo of 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 Joe oh, the, Gangi, video. the video, when I saw the the, the freeze frame of the video, I, the first thing, and again, I'm dating myself, and that's fine, because because I am a little bit of, a, I'm getting to be an old fart, but the f- first thing, two things jumped into my head: Denny Terrio from Dance Fever, and Adrian Zamed from TJ Hooker. Now, the w- w- when I did the Google search, the Terrio thing, eh, not so much. 
but take a look at this. So Tim, Tim, hold on, just just so we know, if this is well received, I was definitely part of this. If okay. this is not well received, I am not part of this at all. And this this is completely in jest, <laughs> and and just a a a, a uh, obscure observation by yours truly. But here's what we came up with: separated at birth. Adrian Zemed is Romano on TJ Hooker on the left. Joe Ganji, Methuen Ranger on the right. I mean, come on. Even with the headband. Yeah, the headband, the long hair. I didn't think – I didn't – that's, that's, the, that's the Romano from TJ Hooker I remember because he always had the headband on and he always – he, it's like he had a clause in his contract to be as shirt, shirtless as much as possible on the show, and and so I didn't think. I mean, it's '80s show. I didn't think I was gonna find something with him in the bandana, and boom, there it is. So, so uh, let us know what you think on the Twitter. We will put that up after the show, and I'm sure we will get a few comments. Few, few comments in terms of who the heck is Adrian Zamed. Maybe I'll tag there's always, there's always, and get him to chime in. There's always good humor and a little doppelganger or a lookalike, so hopefully exactly. people uh, will know it's 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 in jest. All right. Uh, penalty on both of us. We went way long in that segment. Two two games full of stuff to talk about. So we will uh, we will rein ourselves in, take a quick break, get some oxygen, uh, pay some bills. Uh, let you hear about the, the wonderful sponsors that, that bring the show to you each week, uh, which there's always room for more, um, as we said earlier. Uh, but we'll take a quick break. Bill, uh, get, get, some, get some water, get some fluids in you, uh, and, and hopefully Hector's doing the same thing at home. Uh, and and I'll I'll do the same. We're both fighting off colds, but you know we play through. That's that's we're here. That's what we gotta you show do. up. That's what you do. We gotta show up to play the game. Yep. All right. So we will be right back after the break here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your results may vary, but give Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDefusco.com. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. 
Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home. So put Jen Hamilton's 33-plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no-obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen, she, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at Here on NBC Gridiron Weekly, Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, and you, and not Hector Longo, but I think that that should, you know, by contract, that should probably be our last shot at Hector for for his his missing for the week. But the show has to go on, Bill, and and especially when you had the kind of football that we had this week around the NBC. Uh, let's uh, let's talk about. Uh, Bill Ricca, Drake, it. you you were there, and you know we talked we talked on the opener. Um, the Indians certainly came to play. No, they didn't, and I don't know what contract you're talking about, Tim. But um, I'm going to give Hector crap all I want. And <laughs> I, I actually showed up to the Friday night game, unlike Hector today. So um, it was a great game, Tim. On on the way there, like I said, I was a little late, and and I definitely texted you. And and knowing both towns, I I you know. I really, I'm, I, I was struggling with Barica's 0-2 start. Uh, uh, Bishop Fian wasn't a really good team, but I, you and I have talked. It's, it's those private schools. They're still a good opponent. So whether they have a good team or not, it's still a big game. And I was really struggling with with Drake's schedule and Barica's start. I just really had a feeling that Coach Sigsbury was going to have that Barica team jacked and pumped. And he's a hell of a coach. You know, he's got a great pedigree, and he's definitely given the Barica Indians a, a new a new life in in football. And I show up. I pull in and I see seven nothing on the scoreboard, um, and I couldn't tell it was so far away. And as I got to the to the you know to the ticket booth, uh, fans on the visitor side start going crazy. I come around the corner, sure enough, thirteen nothing. I walk in, I see the extra point kicked, and I get into the stands on the Barica side because I'm a little bit more welcomed uh, there. Um, <laughs> and it's fourteen nothing Barica, so. I text you right away. You say, "Oh my goodness!" You let me know that Lowell's up twenty to nothing, and that you know I clearly picked the better game to go to. And um, it, it the the intensity in that stadium was, and I actually think, and this isn't me sending a dig. I think there was more Barica fans, um, and it was it was pretty packed. But it just just to seem to be like more of a Barica presence than there was a Drake presence, and that was the same on the field. So Hulahan. You know, Hulihan went for th- over 300 the week before. Only three of eight for 56 yards. He did have a 12-yard TD pass to senior captain Sean Colby, uh, but you know he also he also did have he also had a long um, a, a long pass in in the game. But 
uh, which we're, we're, we're showing right here. But, I mean, you know, this, this yeah, so was kind 65 of yards. 65 yards. He had a 65-yard yard touchdown called back. Ah, uh, okay. Uh, that, you know, once again, it is what it is. Obviously, it's a hard job to officiate, but kind of a tough call. Said he was too close to the line of scrimmage, which, once again, being right there, being right at the 50, it was a tough call to make on, on such a, such a great play. The, uh, um, it was the Indians' defense was was uh, kind of the the story of the game outside of outside of uh, Brian Hamilton. Brian Hamilton, twenty eight carries, one hundred eighty two yards, two touchdowns. But uh, I mean, uh, tell us about this defense. Two forced fumbles uh, in 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 the Drakeit backfield all night, and you know, w- one of those plays is we're gonna punch up here bill is uh ryan hogan who who had a who had a big sack and was was part of that d line that was in the backfield all night you know tim I, probably the strangest part of the game to talk about Drakeit's fullback is a big big kid and he was not easy to bring down so it was like he was getting six or seven yards a carry and you're thinking all right Drakeit's is going to keep marching down the field and then it was almost like they called a play that didn't work, and that was third and, and longer, and, and Barica really just you hammered it down. So Draken would have a good 30, 40-yard drive and then kind of switch it up a little bit, and, and Barica defense was able to adjust. The Barica linebackers, um, you know, any time the quarterback, um, Silva, was you know trying to throw the ball, was just giving him fits. Uh, Jason Paganis, who we're going to talk about later on, eighth grader at Barica High School, uh, inside linebacker, uh, pretty much any time he was in that game and there was a pass play, he was sprinting at that quarterback and, and, and really disrupting what they were trying to do offensively. And, and Santiago, I mean, that's a pedestrian game for him, 78 yards rushing, sorry, 40, Santiago, 42 so. yards passing. He did have a touchdown pass, but, I mean, as you said, as, as we said, I mean, they definitely shut him down. Now, on the other side of the ball, uh, as we said, Houlihan had been the the, 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 the stud quarterback um, but in this game, uh, Sigsbury and his staff kind of flipped the script and, and rode, rode the hot hand of running back Brian Hamilton, uh, as we said, 182 rushing yards, Bill, as we punch up a couple of, of, of his, uh, his, his big uh, running plays in the game. No, Tim, think about that. Being a, being a senior quarterback, being a kid who can throw 300 yards in a game, to just be that disciplined and, and that much of a team guy, to just – Dive right, dive left, dive right, and and he had a couple of runs himself. He had a couple of key first downs where he you know play action play action fake, and then Nolan ran the ball himself. The run game was working. Uh, Drake it, Drake it showed something to Barica on film, and Barica took advantage of it. And they never adjusted. I, I think it's hard when you got a kid like Colby Cyrus. You got to double team him. You have to respect him, and and they didn't seem like they had one kid that could stop him, which obviously freed up a linebacker to cover a tight end, which just allowed the the Barica offensive line to just dominate and run the ball pretty much at will. Almost 200 yards rushing. That is a that's a dominating uh, uh, day for the line. Absolutely. Uh, for Drake, it Dominic Silvestro. He had he caught a 15-yard touchdown pass from Santiago for the Mitty's first score. Uh, but as, as we mentioned, Brian Ham- Hamilton, uh, the offensive star of the game, outside of a, a huge defensive effort from the Indians, and uh, Bill caught up with with uh, um, Brian r- right after the game. 
Brian, Bill Bryant from MEC Gridiron. Talk about the game, getting a couple touchdowns early. Just got to thank my linemen. That's all I got to say. Ready for next week. How was it jumping up to a 14-0 lead in Draken? This is how it goes. That's how it is. All right, uh, talk a little bit about some of the linemen and how, how important it was to... Uh, yeah. Oh, they're my boys. So, uh, you not, know... Not a, not a lot to say other than... I'm a running back, Mr. Bryant. <laughs> my lineman took care of me all game long. I have nothing else to say, but yep. how about my boys? And, and uh, you know, <laughs> what more can you say, Tim? Well, one guy who's got plenty plenty left to say on this game is uh, we're fortunate enough to have to have him with us. He also did an interview with Bill, um, you know, the, the, after the game that we put up on, on Twitter, on, online. Uh, the head coach from uh, the Bill Ricca Indians, Dwayne Sigsbury, on the line with us now. And on the line with us now is the head coach of the Bill Ricca Indians, Dwayne Sigsbury, Coach Tim Wood, Bill Bryant, MVC Gridiron Weekly. Uh, congratulations on, on a huge win at Drake It. Oh, yes, you know, thanks for having me. Yeah, it was a great win. I kept it hot all week and you know, did everything we asked him to do, and uh, you know, which is proud of. Coach, just in terms of in in terms of how like what you keyed on in preparing for Drake, it it just seems like you guys came out uh, and just bulldozed them right out of the gate. Yeah, you know, we want to uh, you know establish the run and uh, you know use our physicality to uh, hopefully you know keep their offense off the field and uh, you know just using the run. Uh, to our advantage because we thought we had the advantage up front. Coach, how important up front was it for your line? Um, on, the, on the way to the game, I was running a little late, but I was not concerned about Barica's intensity and their ability to go in and have a dogfight, but the front line seemed to be the difference throughout the whole game. Yeah, we have, you know, we're still, we're still short one guy uh, in the line, but the five guys that are playing for us right now and you know, throwing our tight end, Sean Colby. We have uh, we have some physicality up front and uh, some big boys, and you know, we're just we're just using that to our advantage right now. Coach, in terms of in terms of just uh, kind of uh, switching it up, and and I mean, Hooligan's obviously been a weapon for you. Uh, one of the, you know one of the few guys that can go for three hundred yards easily. Uh, Cyrus was a huge was our MVP last week. Um, I, it almost seems like they probably overloaded on on the pass, and you guys you guys came out all run. Yeah, they, yeah, we we had thought you know after the week, you know, no one and Kobe had uh, that special fee, and we kind of figured that they were gonna you know really concentrate on the pass. You know, we changed up uh, you know our offensive set to uh, you know add the extra guy into the box for us, and it worked out. So they were uh, definitely. Uh, all right, obviously Hamilton having 182 yards rushing, that that's a, a quite a, a monster effort. Um, you know, was that something that you expected from him, or was this a little bit of a surprise where you guys have been mainly, not mainly an airborne team, but you haven't really had that dual threat? Yeah, I think that, you know, Bryant's really, you know, coming to his own. Uh, you know, he's a ter- terrific athlete. He really is. He, you know, if you notice, he, you know, he gets hit once or twice and he keeps his feet going and he's, 
you know, has great body lean, so it's just, you know, it's something that we've known we've been able to do. It's just uh, all click last Friday. Coach, talk a little bit about Jason Paganis, um, inside linebacker, kind of seemed to be all over the field. And while I was in the stands watching the game, I, I heard a little interesting fact about him. Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to be a heck of a player. He's only an eighth grader. Hurt his ankle, so he missed the first two games. But uh, against Bishop Fian, you know, we got him in there a little bit, get, you know, get his feet wet. And, you know, he played a uh, huge part. And uh, you know, shutting down Drake's offense, which is you know a very good offense, and they, they do a great job over there. And uh, you know, he's just he's going to be an unbelievable player. He's yeah, his well his, his, years. <laughs> his 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 pressure on the quarterback in in the uh, second half really you know took the QB out of the ability to set up and make a good throw. He's definitely got some speed, and and he's not shy with the power either. Yeah, no, he's not. He's he's. Like I said, he's he's only an eighth grader, but he, he plays like he's a junior or a senior, and uh, you know we're lucky to have him on you know on our team. But he, like you said, he was immense last week in the second half. You know, just causing havoc in their backfield. He was great. Coach, how often do you um, typically typically use eighth graders or, or you know uh, severe underclassmen? Underclassmen against Bishopian. You know, we had a freshman center play a lot, and uh, you know we're not scared. If the kids are ready, and uh, you know they're physically and mentally able to uh, to play at the varsity level, we'll play them. You know, it's our first year with eighth graders in the high school, and uh, you know most of our eighth graders are playing Papuana where we want them to be playing. A couple play on the freshman team, but you know Jason was just you know above and beyond anything we ever expected, and you know after we. Cut over his ankle injury. He's been uh, great for us. We're talking to Dwayne Sigsbury, the coach of the uh, Bill Rickett Indians, a huge 30-8 win over Drakeett, uh this this past Friday. Coach, um, tell us just a little bit in terms of um, Brian Hamilton and just his um, that you know breakout game there. But just for those who don't know about him, t- tell us a little bit about him. Yeah, he's a you know he's a very high level. You know, he's a blue collar kid. Very, very tough. Uh, he just, you know, he never stops moving his feet. And, he, you know, he's not scared of contact. He actually likes the contact. You know, we were kidding as coaches, you know, during a couple of scrimmages when we were actually out in the field and we were standing behind. It's almost like he's smiling as he's running, you know, taking on hits. It's like he, he embraces it. So he, and he's a very talented kid. And, you know, we're going to have him for, you know, the rest of this year and next. He's going to be a great player. Do you almost have to dial a kid like that back that just always want? It sounds like you know, just watching him sounds like he 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 loves the contact. Do you almost have to kind of dial that back to 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 keep him keep him healthy. Yeah, well, you know, we we tell him that uh, you know, don't try to keep running people over, run away and go score a touchdown. You know, <laughs> he's just he's just one of those kids that he loves contact. Yeah, but we do try to you know tell him to say, hey, let's run away from a few guys rather than try to always run everybody over. Hey, hey, coach! I gotta ask. Uh, end of the game. Obviously, your guys were were up fourteen nothing and and did not seem to want to, you know, lay off the the pedal at all. Drake it seemed to score and start to make a little bit of a comeback, but defensively, you shut them down and then turn around and score. Now, end of the game comes. It was it was kind of fun to see everybody celebrating and everything just stopped. And uh, 
I saw you kind of hiding behind a coach and, and you hopped out, jumped in front of the team and, and obviously they went crazy again. Tell, tell the fans a little bit about what you were doing and being on the field right there, be quite honest with you, for most people in Barica will hate me saying this, but for a minute I kind of felt like I was a Barica Indian and it was quite a, a an awesome moment when you jumped up. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we, uh, we talked about, you know, we were, you know, going to work hard and go to work and blue collar and all, and all those things like that. You know, I actually had one of the uh, hard hats, but I it got locked in a room. I couldn't get into the room. So we're on the scramble and trying to get everyone ready to get on the bus. But I wanted the hard hat because we were, you know, be put on the front of the bus. And it's like, you know, we're going to work, blah, 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 and all things like that. And... Luckily, our principal was still there at like 10 minutes of 5. And I walked in his room, I'm like, Mr. Murph, I need, I need your hot hat. I walked the other one in April's office. I couldn't get it. So he gave me the hot hat. He's like, hey, just bring home the W. We, you know, we went out and passed the game. You know, we just, you know, I put the hot hat on and the kids go crazy. And, you know, it's just, it's just a little, you know, thing that we do just to, you know, show that we're hot working and we're blue collar and, uh, you know, the kids embrace it and they get fired up when I put it on. So it's, you know, it's just a team thing. It's a positive thing for our teams. My kids love it. Yeah, no, it was it was great to watch, great to be there. And obviously, you know, going into into next week, man, you guys definitely have the momentum. And, and those kids, I think, are, 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 are feeling confident, you know, as far as next steps. Yeah, no, they, de- they definitely are feeling confident. You know, they started out with two, we battled adversity, you know, injuries to a lot of, you know, good football players, and, you know, we've got a couple of them back, and hopefully get a couple more this week, and, you know, be a full strength, and go play against a very, very, very good Tuxbury team, well-coached, and a great program. Coach, how far is the school away from, from uh, all the construction being done? So, the school is actually, they're still knocking down the old school, so it's actually right, I mean, it's... 100 feet away right now yep. with all the construction that's going on so the, the physical new school is all set it's just the stadium and the rest of the stuff is going to go where they're taking down the rest of the school gotcha so in terms of it's, you sure you say a new stadium as well yeah for a new, for a new stadium it's state of the art is that it's a really is, it's the best high school in Massachusetts it's not even there's nothing close to it it's unbelievable really yeah what, like full video stuff and, and everything, or, or just, just because yeah, of the... You know, it's just unbelievable. You can, you can walk any classroom, you can go in and cast the video right on the TV. It's just it's crazy. That's fun. new uh, smart boards and, you know, auditoriums, like, you know, going to see a uh, Broadway uh, movie. It's unbelievable. Broadway show. Is the, unbelievable. Is the, uh, the construction of the stadium supposed to be done for for next year? Yeah, yeah, we should be playing uh, next year at uh, you know the new stadium. Hey, tell me a little bit in terms of the um, the uh, turnover title belt. We got a picture of of this week's winners up on the screen now. Dan Green and yeah. and Sean Colby. What's what's that all about? Yeah, it's um, you know it's our version of the uh, Miami chain. You know we put the uh, championship belt on any any kid that gets an interception, a turnover. You know they get to. Uh, you know, either take the belt home or share the belt for the week. And uh, it's just something to get the kids pumped up to, you know, hopefully get us some defensive turnovers or touchdowns. And just to send the coach Kavanaugh, our defensive coordinator, uh, brought to the program and the fifth love it. 
you uh, you let him walk around school with the belt on, like uh, like uh, the Rock or anything? No, we keep the, uh, <laughs> the belts and the footballs out of the hallways. We leave the football for the football field. Good idea, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Hey, hey, hey Coach, I, I know you're not going to give away too much, but obviously uh, Houlihan has been a, a, a huge asset uh, for the last couple of years. You know, he, he can throw the deep ball uh, pretty much up there with, with anybody in the MVC of the state. Um Kind of, kind of puts you in a good position coming into this week against Tuxbury. We have Hamilton on the ground and, and Nolan able to throw the ball to uh, Cyrus. You know, talk a little bit about having that senior leadership and in, 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 in a quarterback like that that you can count on. Yeah, well, Nolan. I mean, in my opinion, Nolan is the best quarterback in our in our conference. And, uh, you know, that's not a knock on any of the other ones because the MVC is the best league in the state. And, you know, the best coach team in the state. And, you know, I respect everybody, but Nolan, you know, has a great arm. And, you know, he's massive our offense in the league and the RPO game, and he just does a great job. And, you know, a lot of people were knocking him because he didn't have, you know, great games to start, but we weren't at full strength. And, uh, you know, the healthier we get, you know, the better he's going to become. So it's just uh, it's great to have him on our team. I wouldn't want to play against him. Coach, how do you keep the team together? When 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 you know um, you know you've got the injuries happen, you, you you know you've got guys coming back, but you know you're suffering the losses. And how how do you how do you keep those guys together and just to to be able to turn it around like you have? Well, you know, we had you know, Justin Beck and Sean Cohen, you know, played for me. They were on the coaching staff now, and you know they went through all the battles and you know won league championships. And uh, you know having guys like that on staff, you know they're able to talk to the kids and, you know, say, hey, you know, this season's not over, you know, we haven't even gone into league play yet and, you know, kept the kids hungry, and, you know, kept their spirits up and, you know, just practice with a positive image and, the, you know, kids really bought into it and, you know, they continued to uh, fight and work hard and, you know, they've got themselves in a position now where they're 1-0 in the NBC small and it's a great position to be in. Tim Wood, Bill Bryant here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, talking to Dwayne Sigsbury, the coach for the Bill Ricca Indians. Uh, Bill, uh, anything else from you before we let the coach go? No, coach. Congrats. I appreciate the time after the game, and and you got a heck of a, a, a program, and 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 good luck, good luck to the Indians moving forward. Hey, I really appreciate it. Anything you guys ever need from me, just don't hesitate to call. All right, before we let you go, uh, you down. You're down 116 pounds. Yep. Tell us, like, that's you know, I'm I'm doing I'm doing quick math here, but that's about uh, 35 sacks of potatoes. Exactly right. Yeah. That was, that was, that was the back of my uh, that was on my back for all those years. But uh, I just had it to one, you know, for my family. So you know, I stick around. I lost my father-in-law. Last year, I was coaching on staff to lung cancer. You know, I got to be around, and uh, so the weight loss had to come off. And uh, that's a bit easy, but what I've been doing is working and just going to keep it you on. Know, no surgery. I didn't get any surgery like that. Just did it on my own, and uh, it's just uh, it's made me a better coach. You know, I feel better and more active. And it's, just, it's, it's just good for everybody around me, and more important, it's good for me. Well, it's certainly an inspiration, Coach. But Bill and I are both on our own uh, weight loss journeys. I don't think together we're we're probably even two thirds to you yet. But that's uh, that's it's it's incredibly inspirational. 
Yeah, Coach, you, you, you might have just given me a huge kick in the rear end to, to get back on track because I've been going going the other way lately, and, and I need to turn that back around. Exactly. No, it's, it's easy to go the other way. We have to, you know, after every game, I'm like, oh, let's do this, let's do that. I'm like, no, I can't eat that, I can't eat this. But it's, you know, definitely worth it. Absolutely. Coach, uh, huge thanks for, for getting on here with us uh, after after this week's win, and and uh, you know we'll be uh, we'll we'll be looking at you uh, moving forward. Big game next week, and 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 best of luck moving forward here as you get into the heart of the MVC schedule. Absolutely, we appreciate it, and uh, thanks for all you guys do for football. All right. So that's that's uh, head coach Dwayne Sigsbury. Uh, great, great interview. Uh, just. You know, so much going on with this team, and and you know, you talk about the hard hat, the the, the turnover title belt, the the momentum coming, you know, that they, that they created with this game. Uh, coach himself, uh, just a legend uh, with Bill Rucka, and uh, you know, sh- shows that it's never too late to reinvent yourself. You know, down down 116 pounds so far. It's uh, I, that was a, that was a fun interview, Bill. No, it was, Tim. And, and one of the things I'm really, really enjoying about the show is getting to know the coaches. You know, uh, being a coach yourself, you don't really know your parents because you know the kids. So doing this show, and, and I'll be honest with you, being on the field after the game with uh, with John Houlihan, just watching the, the coach talk to the team, man, what a character, but in a, in a real positive way. That, that coach knows his team, he knows his town, he knows how to motivate, and, and they are, when I say all eyes were on him, you know that situation where as a parent and you're talking to kids, you don't want kids talking on the side, you don't yeah. want them, he he gets that. There is no one, they were all eyes on him, and when he hopped up with the hard hat and started bouncing up and down, you kind of wanted to start jumping up and down with them, and, and I'm a ranger. I mean, here we are. My kids playing in the same the same division. Obviously, we don't play Barica, but it, it was infectious. And, and Coach Sigsbury, hats off to him. And uh, uh, it, it's going to be a hell of a game next week because he's going to have those boys ready to go and and ready to 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 take on the uh, Tuxbury uh, Tuxbury team. It's you know, and it's 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 fun to 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 watch it because obviously. He knows, as you said, he knows his team. He knows how to motivate him. He knows when he's got to get firm with him. But to see a coach also be able to show show that of himself and have have fun, show 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 the kids that he can also have fun um, with them, you know, and and still maintain that 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 authority figure presence. It's 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 definitely fun to see, and it's an example example around the league for sure. And, and, he, and he does that with the fans. I'm not going to get into why, but there was a little interchange with a fan that, that I, I was kind of like, okay, that's interesting. And one of the parents said, oh, there'll be a conversations later. But Sigsbury handled it like a true professional, and it was, uh, it was, it was a really interesting situation to see, and I was quite impressed. I think he's a hell of a coach, and it was great to get to know him you know, in the short few minutes that we had. Nice. All right, so we will talk. We will talk Lowell Chelmsford next, uh, and and then uh, actually we'll just do Lowell Chelmsford, and then we'll do uh, we'll do Central, Andover, and uh, just mention the, uh, the the Lawrence game in our in our final segment. Uh, Lawrence 
I mean, excuse me, Lowell Chelmsford up next. We'll take a quick break here. Be right back with you on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Tafasco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your results may vary, but give Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978 978- 241-7950 for a free quote or check them out at davilatafusco.com Big shout out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Delfusco Insurance. Listen, I'm not kidding, folks. Uh, you know, I said I said it in 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 the commercial, but uh, you know, I, I I called up Val Davila and 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 the folks over there looking looking to switch up our home and our auto, and it no joke. And again, your results may vary, but no joke, we saved over 40% total on our home and auto. Just just by by giving Val the chance to to do some some research and and check out all of the different companies that that they work for, so a great local company um, supporting youth athletics and w- w- we love them. So, uh, Tim, Bill, back here with you. Uh, I was at uh, Lowell. I was at Collie Stadium on on Friday night for Lowell Chelmsford. Again, we, we more, you want that to be a game, you, you, but we were, I was there more because I wanted we wanted to see some of these low guys in, in person. I know Ty obviously, but I want to see some of the, some of these these guys that we've been hearing about in person. And and they did not disappoint. They did not disappoint, Bill. I mean, it, they jumped no. out quick, um, forty three to seven. Now, obviously, that looks like it's all offense, but really the story of the game was the Red Raiders defense. Three first half takeaways, two fumble recoveries, one for a touchdown, a safety. Uh, Jacob Rivers with an interception. George Tristolaris, a fumble recovery. And then uh, Louis Academy and, and Jeremiah Santana combined for an end zone sack that was the safety. Uh, so, I mean, the defense just was absolutely lights out. Brendan Ty, the, af- the aforementioned Brendan Ty, uh, 
intercepted, and we've got the play. We'll show it in a second. But I mean, he intercepted an option pitch, a, a lateral, a, a lateral pass. He 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 intercepted it and went for 45 yards for a for a touchdown, which was just a a, a great play. And and he'll you'll hear him explain how how he saw it coming. Uh, a, a little bit later here, but uh, let's let's first hear from the head coach uh, for for Lowell, for Lowell, John Florence. Coach Florence, uh, MVC Gridiron Weekly. Uh, I guess let's start out just overall in terms of in terms of how how your team reacted off of off of a tough loss last week. Yeah, they're Lowell kids. They're resilient. I, I didn't have any um, real concern that we were going to bounce back. I knew Chumps would be prepared and, and well coached. Uh, we we're very fortunate. Uh, to get off to a good start in the first quarter, uh, turnovers for us on defense. Obviously, the, the Brendan's play, the option return for the touchdown, then getting the safety on defense. Um, you know, the, the punt that followed, uh, that, that preceded that rather, uh, really set us in good good position. So it was all three phases of the first quarter, and uh, really set us up for the game and kind of put it out of hand at that point. Have you seen a team execute so well when when really you know? I won't say under pressure, but you know, to get get get, get back get, get back in the winning column like that. Uh, at different times, it, to see it all come in one chunk like that in the first quarter was unusual. You don't really see that. Uh, yeah. The big special teams plays, the, the defensive score, you know, the fumble, and, and offense really playing well all at the same time. Um, tell me a little bit about your your quarterback, the leadership that you're seeing from him. Yeah, he's a uh, more of a lead by example type kid. Uh, you know, Najai is pretty quiet in general, but um, you know, kids really like him. He just, he just is kind of a no nonsense. Just, just does his job. You know, works every day, and he's um, continuing to get better. He's got a lot of room for growth. He keeps working at it, though. Um, tell me a little bit about. Uh, speak of a little bit about Aaron, and mm -hmm. just, just the growth that you're seeing week to week to week ever since. You know, I read the read Carmen's Carmine's yeah, article, yeah. fantastic article, and. And, and just tell, tell us about the growth that you're seeing continually from him. Yeah, it's, it's very obvious to see just the way he kind of acts and carries himself, his body language. He's so much more confident now. You know, just in you know a month and a half of football and four games of, of experience, he's a, he's a very bright kid and obviously he has the athletic ability. He's got the work ethic. He's such a high-character kid. It's He's a pleasure to have. You um, obviously, uh, you know, that this – Chelmsford's got some weapons, mm -hmm. and they've shown it. And um, you guys capitalized on some mistakes, but I mean, your your, your line owned it. I mean, t talk a little bit about the defense and, and how they how they uh, really set the tone. Yeah, like you said, Chelmsford definitely has some weapons. They're well coached. They got um, you know that first series. They they hit that uh, RPO and they get a big gain. If if we don't make a tackle there, it could be a whole different story. So that's we try to coach them one play at a time. You never know what's you know what's going to be a big play in the game, so just focus on that one thing. Um, and we were fortunate enough right after that to get the turnover. And, um, yeah, they definitely have some weapons. Um, they'll, they'll be a good team for the rest of the year. Um, Bill Ricca beat Drake tonight. I don't know if you knew that. No. So, so things are a, a, little, a little wide open, obviously, on that side of the bracket. Um, just in terms of... And I, you know, I, I, I know I heard I heard you say in the one game at a time. So yeah. you kind of filled the bingo <laughs> card there. <too. laughs> but um, just tell us in terms of how how you you can say that, but how do you get the kids to truly live that? 
I don't know. It's, again, I don't think I'm that, Is that good the enough of a coach to, to, to really look that far ahead. It's it's a lot to prepare for a game during the week. Uh, there's so many different aspects, uh, especially the way offenses have changed in the last 10 or 15 years. There's so many things uh, to kind of prepare for, and it's a relatively short week. Um, you know, Monday is more of an install walkthrough. A lot of things are new. Tuesday tends to be a little slower for us because there are new game plan things going in. By Wednesday, hopefully we're, we're doing well. And Thursday, you know, you're kind of just cleaning things up because you're ready to go Friday night. It's a, it's a short week, so, you know, we're just focused on what we have to do and, uh, you know, control we control, just focus on the task at hand. Who's next for you? Uh, Central Gothic. Tell us a little bit in terms of in terms of uh, without game plan <laughs> game plan in it. I mean, what what is your message in terms of just the overall preparation needed there? Uh, it's the same thing we do every week. You know, they're they're loaded with talent. They got kids from everywhere. We know that, but we just play you know one play at a time. We'll, we'll kind of figure out what their tendencies are. We'll go from there, and uh, yeah, it's all we can do is execute one play at a time. Anything else you want to get out there that we can cover? No, I think we're good. Thank you guys for being here tonight. Absolutely. So there is uh, head coach John Florence uh, covering a lot of ground. And, and uh, you know, one thing that, that's, that stood out for me was just that uh, in both of our games, Bill, you could hear the wind in the background as we're doing the interviews. It was about 15 miles per hour at you. At you. Um, probably a little less in Lowell, but definitely not what I was expecting for an early October night. No, Tim, actually, you were a little smarter and you uh, you got saw some tweets from the games going on. I actually headed out with a uh, light windbreaker and a pair of shorts. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So going, going to we'll, uh, we'll just say that it, at halftime, I definitely uh, scooted out to the vehicle and, you know, I, I was like Rambo uh, going through the little shack trying to find, you know, uh, uh, fabric from my seats and whatever I could find in my car because... It was it was cold, and behind us was the baseball field that Drake was watering. So we had a nice cool mist oh, yeah. coming off the, the coming off the, the ocean, and it was uh, it was freezing cold. One of the one of the moms, uh, John's wife, was was wearing what she wore for Thanksgiving Day game last year. And if you remember, some of the games got moved to Wednesday night because oh, yeah. of how cold it was. It was brutal. And, and she was dressed up uh, like an Eskimo. So uh, cold in the stands, but uh, one of the guys that continues to be hot on the field is uh, a, the surprise star for, for, for the Lowell Red Raiders. Uh, here's Aaron Morris after the game. Very cool. Here with Aaron Morris. Morris? Just sure. Um, I've, I've read about you. I've, I've watched the tape to see it in person. Just kind of, yeah, I mean, t tell us just about the, the thrill that you're feeling every time you touch the ball. It's exciting. Oh, I'm surprised. I want to take it to the house. Very exciting. Um, your exposure to football. Um, you know, I was reading Carmine's article, great article, and, and just in terms of you go to the games last last year. What is it like to be living that dream in terms of uh, in terms of saying to yourself, "I want to be part of this," and now you're not only part of it, but a huge part of it. It's, it's great. I mean, I dream of this day like forever. And since I came up here, I was like, I'm not gonna play any sports. And then I came to one of these games, and I see I like it. Yeah. And then I say, All right, I'm gonna try. I get in the weight room, make sure I'm here every morning and getting strong for the same. What is it most about football that you like? 
I like scoring touchdowns and getting interceptions. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It's got to be pretty amazing to see, to see that hole and know that you can hit it, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Great. And you did tonight. Yes, sir. Tell me just a little bit about tonight in terms of what you saw from your team and, and how you guys delivered. Tonight, we, we were all ready. All week, we're getting ready, ready to dominate. And then we came here and, here and just did that. Yeah. Um, in ter what's been the hardest part for you in terms of uh, learning the game, getting up to speed? In, in terms of just uh, you've had to you've had to grasp a lot quickly. Oh, um, understanding the plays in offense and defense. Yeah. That's all. Um, any shout outs for anybody other than your teammates? Yeah, I want to shout out my father for always motivating my mother as well and my teammates. Yeah. Now your mother was a sprinter in Jamaica. Yes, Absolutely. So, uh, what are the names? Patricia Vaughn and Harris Mars. Awesome. Just gotta get the names out there, right? Yes, sir. All right. So that's Aaron Morris and, and really one of uh, my favorite stories so far this season around the NBC, Bill. I mean, a kid who never, never touched a football before uh, the, the first seven on sevens of, of the year this year. And, uh, you know, comes from a, a family of sprinters in Jamaica. You can hear the Jamaican accent for sure. Um, and, and he's just picked up the game so quick and, and already with, with two um, – you know, two kickoff returns for the season, including one in this game. Yeah, what a what an incredible story. You know, just I, I, I've heard the game. I've seen the game. But you know what he said, though, Tim? And I, when I talked to Coach Florence, the same thing. When he got here and he decided he wanted to play, he hit the weight room and started doing the off-season training. So it doesn't matter. Sprinter, great athlete. But you have to be in football shape. So a great thing to hear. But for someone so new, already talking about hitting the weight room. And that's what Coach Florence said. The moment he decided to play football, he saw him every day walking to the weight room, hanging out with his teammates, and, and just getting into that football shape, which is kind of fun to hear. So you see in the end of the, the kickoff return touchdown uh, against Chelmsford there. A huge thank you to Coach Lawrence for that, uh, for, for sending us some tape after the game. Now, uh, one of the plays that we uh, wanted to, to talk about that, that, that Coach talked about and was really cool was the uh, Brendan Ty, um, the, the Brendan Ty uh, lateral interception. Here's, here's that. We'll play that first and then talk a little bit with him. So, Bill, talk a little bit in terms of in terms of Brendan Ty. I mean, he just you know he he read this play perfectly and uh, just just took it to the house. Yeah, no, Tim Brendan's your 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 non quarterback leader on the field. You know, he doesn't play that QB position, but he throws, he runs, he catches. He's a great athlete. Obviously, you know, he just uh, committed to UNH this year. So, to be able to do that, you have to be a hell of a talent. I've seen Brendan on the basketball court for, for many years, as well as he is a, a really, really top uh, lacrosse player in the area as well. I've seen him play lacrosse against my son Connor for multiple years. So he's a kid that, you know, is just an athlete. So hearing that, hey, I read that play and I predicted it to happen, I'm, I'm not surprised. Here's, here's, uh, here's what he had to say to us after the game. Here with Brandon Ty. Uh, Brendan, first off, Tell us about the game in terms of in terms of what you saw uh, from your team responding to a tough loss last week. So I mean, we obviously grinded out Methuen last week. It was a tough game, kept it close. Whatever, we're gonna move on this week. Chumpsa's always tough. I mean, they're having a little down here, but they they come in every year and play as good. So I mean, we responded very well. It's 
hell of a first quarter from us. I mean, OD, special teams. We came out, pra practiced hard all week, and we executed that today, so worked out for us. Have you been part of a game where you guys made such an emphatic statement so quickly? Um, Not off the top of my head, but, uh, yeah, today was something special. We, I remember we played Trumpsters my sophomore year, and it was something like that, a close game, but we made a few big plays early and ended up with the win. In terms of you personally, what is uh, what is the recovery been getting getting back from from injury and just the feelings actually get you know having to watch it and now being back on the field? I mean, it, it's super tough. Like hamstring, I mean, it's like one of those things. It's just like tough. Like you never know when you're at 100 percent until you're in like your final gear. So I'm still actually recovering. It was a little sore tonight, but sure. uh, I've been going to PT all that. I actually see a uh, uh, state legislator, Ratty Mommy. He's uh, specializes in like Chinese heel and he's been helping me out. It's pretty cool. Look at you name dropping. Very yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of, in ter you had some some plays you don't, you don't see all the time tonight. You 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 picked off a lateral pass, ran it back. You had um, uh, you had the the, the uh, um, the okay the Derek Brooks type play that yeah, that, yeah. that coach how, how coach described it. Tell us about. Be, being part of those type of plays where where it's all about it's all about anticipation and execution. I mean, I got to credit obviously the coaching staff on that that lateral uh, pick play that I took to the house. I mean, we ran and the scout scout team all week. Uh, we rep that they 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 tell that with their like, motion. So I mean, we that all week. So I knew it was coming. It was a big play, and then obviously just being in the right place at the right time. So it worked out. Any shout outs you want to give? I mean, obviously my family, the boys. I mean, everyone played well tonight. Neil, like UB, obviously the line played very well. Kevin's been an animal on D. Rivers. I mean, obviously all the coaches again. But uh, yeah, it's just all around team effort. It's been awesome. Congratulations. Thanks. So there's Brandon Ty. Uh, in case you haven't heard, he's committed to uh, UNH for for next year. But uh, a lot left to do for for him uh, to to you know hopefully get the Red Raiders in, in playoff contention this year. Uh, let's hear from quarterback uh, Najee Neal. Najee Neal, uh, MVC Gridiron Weekly. So uh, t tell me just a little bit about uh, the flow of the game and, and, and what you saw from your team. Um, it came out hard, played aggressive. We executed every play, you know. Got a shout out to Wyman. They did their thing. We all did our thing out there. In terms of just the team gelling and, and the, the week of practice, you know, coming together, you guys, you guys are on a roll now. Um, tell me just a little bit about the, 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 the uh, how you felt the offense performed tonight. The offense performed good as hell. Like we, we executed every play, linemen, receivers, receivers did a good job blocking and all that. Um, when you see when you see Ty making making the the, the the interception of the lateral pass, that sort of stuff makes it a little easier on the scoreboard, right? Yeah, yes, sir. In, in terms of the hustle that you see from the team, tell me just a little bit about about the work that's going into each game and and and, and the, the results that you're seeing on the field. It all starts in practice. We work hard in practice, go balls to the wall, and then games come easy for us. Um, how are you? How do you feel? You're growing into into the leadership role on the team here. I feel like I'm growing in good. Like I'm a leader. Good in school. Don't get in trouble. All that. 
It's the way to be. Um, in terms of just where you guys sit in the NBC, how you feeling in terms of in, in terms of the competition you've seen so far? Um, competition, not that really much competition. There's some games where we've been like down, and some games where we've been up, like like today. Awesome. Any anyone else you want to shout out before I let you go? Um, shout out my family. Shout out Lyman. Shout out Super. Shout out Double Excellent. Congratulations, great. great. So you, you're hearing the wind again, you know, it was cr crazy windy on, on Friday night, but uh, we got one more interview from, from the, the Red Raiders, Kevin Arazari, uh, 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 the, 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 the uh, running back who had a, a, a big game for Lowell. Tell me about tell me about your uh, your end zone your, your end zone visit. I, I I wouldn't do it on my big dog my lineman. So. Who, who's the shout out to the lineman? Who are we talking about? Shout out Rat, uh, Lewis, uh, Cam, and Ben. How you feeling about the way the team's coming together at this point? And, uh, it feels good. We have a good connection. Uh, everything's good. We have a good connection with the coaches. Everyone's bonding. We just work, we work as a unit. Tell me a little bit about uh, Aaron, in oh, terms man. of it. <laughs> oh, Aaron, he's a special kid. He's loving, hard worker, shows up every day. He's just a great kid all around. Awesome. Great football player. So, Bill, uh, a, a lot from the Lowell players afterwards. Uh, are we setting ourselves up for the same sort of thing next next week in terms of feeling like, uh, like the end over – Central Catholic game this week. I mean, can Lowell, from what you've seen, can they compete? I, I mean, you heard you heard Coach Florence say they're they're deep, and you know, I know I get crap for it when I say it, but they are. And, and he said they got kids from all over. So, it, it, for anyone to hang with Central, you have to have all facets of the game play well. They can't you start have to have the your game. Perfect game. Yeah, they can't start like they did against North Andover, and North Andover jumped all over them, and you get crushed. You know, obviously beating Chelmsford, who who's down, you know, is is not necessarily a a, a situation. But then you see Barica beats Bishop Fian and turns it into a Drakeit win. Yep. Drakeit Central, not really the same type of a of an opponent, but. You know, I, I know Central's had a couple of injuries, Tim, and 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 all that. But let, let's put it in perspective. They 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 recruit. I'm sorry. They get new classes of kids every year. I didn't mean recruit like that terms, but they get new classes of kids every year from all over. They're bringing in studs. I mean, you have a senior quarterback in Jared Saverio transfer out. You have a sophomore who is ready to go, ready to play. Name another city or town that has that type of a depth. They they just don't because they're 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 kind of getting their players from from one zip code. It makes it a little bit more challenging. Where Central doesn't really necessarily have that that down year um, after they you know are in the state title game or, or lose to you know lose to one of the other Catholic schools to get bounced from the from the state tournament. So um, that does. Does Lowell have the have the, the 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 tools? Yeah, they have some really good players. Quarterback is you know inexperienced and, and is learning the game. They have a line that's pretty young, but they got some components to that team that are that are very good football players. But to beat a team like Central, you have to have a very good football team and execute 
all facets the whole game. You know, Methuen hung with them a couple years ago and had a bad fourth quarter and ended up losing the game. So you can't have that letdown at all against a school uh, like Central. Hey, Bill, one thing I want to hit on real quick. We don't, you know, I don't want to talk about this too long, but, I mean, an article came out in Lowell Sun this week that, that, that Lowell is um, – the mandates come down from, from Central Administration, from the superintendent. They're rethinking the Red Raiders' name. Um, they are uh, – they're doing some research and they've kind of advised all of the teams to to uh do away with any of the imagery that that has to do with with uh with the indian heritage around the red raider name I mean, any thoughts in terms of the nickname in terms of what they may 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 end up doing here Honestly, Tim, you know, growing up in, in you know in Lawrence Lancers, it was you know, kind of a benign name, but you know you definitely had Lancer pride. Uh, now living in in Methuen and with my kids growing up here, Methuen Rangers, you know you you, you do your research and and you understand what the Rangers meant to Methuen and and their impact uh, on on our settlement here and and the colonies and and their walk from Methuen all the way to Concord and Lexington. Uh, kind of an exciting little piece of history that that you want to share. I honestly, Tim, I I I, I <laughs> I'm gonna get killed for saying this, but while in Barica, I was thinking about how there's no ch- Bill Ricca is ever going to change that name. Yeah. Um, you know, it just, it just, for whatever reason, that thought came to me as I'm in the stands and listening to the parents and, and they're all, they're all in it. They're supporting. And I guess really it's up to each and every community and, and where that community, you know, kind of stands. I, I do struggle. I, I, I look at what is the intent behind the purpose of it. And there's a lot of insensitive things that get sent, that get said a lot. And to me, those things are the things that I don't want to have any part of. Sure. But a, a name of a school that's been around for so long, is it really, is it, you know, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, obviously I'm not Indian and I don't know how that, yeah, that affects. I mean, there's other, there's other derogatory and, and, and sensitive things that are said that just aren't acceptable, you know. So I, I think it's really up to the community and, and kind of what they decide as a whole. But I know it's going to be a tough, a, a, a tough thing to to go through because some people don't view it as something that's negative, and it's been part of their history for for their whole life for the people that have grown up in Lowell. So interesting, and I I I, I you know I'm going to watch carefully and, and listen to both sides. They've been in the red, the red and grays. They've been the Raiders. They've been the Millers. Uh, they're the Red Raiders right now. Red and Grays is being discussed again, so we'll, we'll see how it plays out. It's, uh, I mean, I almost I feel like it, some folks will say if you change one, you got to change them all. I feel like it's an, a, an individual community debate, um, and and you know they're obviously having it now in Lowell. So uh, a big game next week for them. They will take on Central Catholic. We will take on the Central Catholic Andover game. Uh, when we get back here, we'll take a quick break, come back at you on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance. It's a dream to own your own business, and Val and Susan Davila made that a reality in February 2013. They started with just two insurance carriers, but now right in place insurance for Progressive, Safeco, Pilgrim, Plymouth Rock, and Map Prey, just to name a few. Need auto insurance, renters, commercial, or home? 
I just asked Val and his crew to find me a better auto and home insurance deal, and he connected me with Plymouth Rock, where I'm saving more than 40% over my previous insurance. Now, your results may vary, but give Davila and DeFusco a try. They pride themselves on having lifelong roots in the Merrimack Valley. Put their experience to work for you. Visit them at 225 Broadway or call 978-241-7950 for a free quote. Or check them out at DavilaDeFusco.com. Big shout out to the folks at AFC Urgent Care, Lisa Williams and her team over there. AFC Urgent Care, the right care right now. You'll never need an appointment. Got that persistent cough and cold, that cut that needs a few stitching, or need a sports physical and don't want to wait weeks to get into your primary doctor? AFC's streamlined approach helps you be seen quickly and feel better fast. In Methuen, in the Merrimack Street Medical Professionals Building, 380R Merrimack Street, in North Andover as well, in the Burton Grill Plaza, 8 to 8 Monday to Friday, 8 to 5 Saturday and Sunday. Go to afcurgentcare.com for more details. Back here on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance, Tim, Bill, and you, talking MVC football action. Hey, want to hit on it real quick. Uh, not much to, to talk about here. 28 uh, nothing. Dennis Yarmouth over, over Lawrence. You see it up on the screen. Uh, you know, they've got a kid, Jeffrey Yamil, uh, uh, Division One recruit. Recruit. He, he scored three touchdowns in the game for the Dolphins. Uh Eric Sanchez led the, the Lancers' defense, two sacks, six total for the season. Uh, Isaiah Richards and Manny Lara had some big catches to spark Lancers' drives. They got inside the Dolphins 30 twice, but they turned the ball over both times. Uh, and Dewey Baez, also a big defensive effort for the Lancers. Uh, Lawrence and Haverhill will battle next week, the battle of the un, uh, of the winless to see, uh, and both with some tough luck losses, uh, especially to start the season. We'll see who can get in the win column. So our, our last game of the week uh, is the um, the Central Catholic uh, Andover game. And uh, again, a, a game that that the Golden Warriors were, were hoping was going to be uh, competitive and the uh, the Finneran brothers, the twins, they 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 kind of jumped right out and had the answer for that right away. Um, Connor Finneran playing his first game of the year after coming back from a, a back injury. Uh, the senior has three catches, seventy two yards, uh, two touchdowns. It, his first two varsity touchdowns. You'll hear hear him talk about that in a little bit. Uh, his brother Mike Finneran actually threw a thirty yard halfback pass to Connor for uh, the touchdown, and, and Mike Finneran also had a 52-yard interception return touchdown. So big day for the Finneran twins. Uh, Mark Ciccarelli, an interception, a 32-yard return to the end over five-yard line. Aiden Pereira, as we talked about, uh, the, our, our, our Week 2 MVP, he went uh, 16 for 22, 240. 
46 yards, two touchdown passes, 11 carries, 71 rushing yards for Pereira as well. Nick Donatio, four catches, 115 yards, 56-yard touchdown catch. Uh, four, let's see, also uh, some to end the game, uh, two, two plays, Lincoln Beal, a 51-yard touchdown catch from Victor Harrington. And then uh, George Shia, the junior, t- he ended the game. And and this was not this was not uh, this was not the Raiders running up the score as as some some I heard saying on social media afterwards. Uh, this this was a play that was really meant to run right into the line. And I mean, you still have to defend it. And instead, Shia broke free for sixty yards for a touchdown to end the game. So. Tim, uh, I'll, I'll add to that a little bit. George yeah. is a, a Methuen kid. I know the family well. Not, not, not a, not a showboat. Nope. Not a bad kid. And at that point, you're right. That kid gets his chance to run the ball. He's not going to go half speed. He's not going to risk getting nailed or or getting hit. You know, uh, good coaches, you know, scale back and and start giving your your sophomores and and your other kids, you know, more more chances. And and you know, not good for him for scoring late like that, but. Good for him. The kid got a 60-yard touchdown and, and got himself some good experience. And you're right. you got to play the game. Let's hear from uh, Coach Chuck Adamopoulos uh, first out of the gate. A, a bunch of post-game interviews we got right after the game. You got it. Co- Coach A, uh, great win today. T- tell me just in terms of how you felt your team stepped up here. No, this is a, a quality wins. I think we beat a quality team today. They're a good football team. And uh, it helped that we jumped out early and, and, and played with a lead. But... I'm happy because defensively we haven't been thrilled with how we've been playing, and I thought we improved today defensively against a good offensive team, against a very good running back, um, and, and other weapons that they have. And I, and I thought we defended the run probably the best we have so far this year, and that was a step in the right direction. And um, we, had, we had some good play by kids. We missed a couple of guys today; they got hurt last week, and we had some guys step up. Uh, you know, you just interviewed one of the Finnerins. Uh, you know, both those kids played well today, and a lot, a lot of different kids contributed today. Absolutely. In terms of, I mean, folks, folks will. It's easy. We'll say it's easy to game to game study a guy like Ramos. How do you game study a guy like Slayton? That's just everywhere. No, Slayton's a really good football player, and he really jumped out at me as an inside linebacker. I was very impressed watching him on film at linebacker, and um, he does everything for them on offense. He's a good blocker, and they put him in different places. So. They're a good team. They're yeah. going to they're win a lot of games this year. We could end up seeing them again in the playoffs, and, and it'll be a tough game you know, if we do. But uh, this is a good win today. I'm really proud of the kids because, again, I, I came in here. This, this was – I think it's – the large school is wide open. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and um, you know, Mathilin's a good team. I know Haverhill's getting guys back from injuries. I'm not sure how that game ended up. I know it was close at the half, I had heard. Tight. Um, yeah, you know, we got Lowell next week who's – Looks like they're getting it together. They've yeah. got a lot of weapons in their team, and you know Lawrence and Thanksgiving's down the road. But um, it's, it's large school's wide open, and every every large school game, you got to be ready to go. In terms of how you your guys stepped up for for, for JJ and just ne- the next man up, in terms of guys filling roles today, talk a little bit about about those guys. We had uh, JJ's an outside linebacker receiver for us, and he's very important to both of them. And. Uh, 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 Palmer, Nick Palmer, has done a really good job. He, he jumped into the game last week and did well, and I thought he played pretty solid again today. And uh, Kevin Higgins started last week his first game because we moved Don Petty back to the D-line, which has helped our D-line a lot. And uh, Kevin, I think, is improving too. So those two guys are doing a good job. And, uh, 
You know, Mark Kazis, I know you had him on your show last week. He's like our unsung guy. He does it all at running back. He's the guy at linebacker, and he's just always is steady and always is productive for us. Felt bad for not interviewing him today, but we, we had him. We had him no, on. He's, like, had, he's had a share. One he's and a half times now. So. No, he's definitely had a share. In terms of um, just w what you see ahead for this team, what are the what are the things that you guys you still feeling? I mean, you, you look at the school board that says a lot, but in terms of what you still feel they need to work. We got to get better as far as the penalties. We have a lot of little penalties that come up, like we had a, um, someone um, line up and cover someone. So we had a legal man downfield on that uh, touchdown pass at the beginning of the game that yep. got called back. So too many little things like that we're still cleaning up. A um, little bit at times um, missing some assignments on defense. That was better today, but we still have to get cleaner with that. Absolutely. Any Anybody else you want to shout out? Any unsung heroes we didn't mention? No, a kid I like to mention uh, is Nick Muller, our center. Um, actually, it's Mueller, but I'm so used to calling him Muller. I, I always do that. He's been very steady for us in the middle of the line. And uh, and the center sometimes gets neglected. I was a center when I played. Uh -huh. I felt neglected as well. So I'll, Only I'll called just, out of the penalties. Okay. <laughs> That's right. Well, everyone knows a bad snap yeah. when you see it. But I'm, I'm going to give Nick a shout out because he's done a good steady job for us. Absolutely. All right, Coach. All right. Congratulations. Thank you very Pleasure. much. Pleasure. Absolutely. So there's Coach Coach A, um, Bill. You know, they 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 continue to dominate. No, Tim, they're they're Chuck's been around for a long time, coaching for for a lot of years. Um, they they they've got talent, and and you still have to coach the talent too, though. So as as much as I talk about depth, you know, you still have to good, good have good coaching and and put kids in the right positions to do the right job, and they continue to to have the pieces, and they continue to put them in the right spot, and and you know, Andover is tough. I, I don't think anybody expected a forty-two to seven. Uh, you know, kind of a beating. So um, we're going to see the next couple of weeks and, and see where the other teams, you know, hang hang with them. As far as Central schedule, you know, they played some legit, legit state teams in the beginning of the year. So they, they're definitely battle-tested. And, and, you know, like every other team, they've got some injuries they have to overcome. But they also have some of that some of that depth to, to be able to, to handle that a little bit better than others. Let's uh, talk to the, the – we mentioned them, the, the Finneran twins. First up, Connor. Connor Finneran, NBC Grand Island Weekly. Tell me a little bit in terms of just the, the win today. You guys you guys uh, stepped it up with uh, with JJ out. Uh, we just came in this week knowing we got a win. Um, it's nice to be back at home, but it's always nice to get, uh, get a good, nice score and come out with the dub. What did you think overall in terms of how the team reacted today? I think we came out with the right intensity uh, all week, too, preparing for and practice and everything. And we came out, we were ready to go. For those who haven't touched the end zone, who haven't felt that exhilaration, just give us, a, give us your thoughts on, on getting, getting the end zone. Well, that was my first touchdown varsity, too, so it was pretty special. Uh, I just got up and I was just remember like I was like it was crazy. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Yeah. <laughs> I can you even remember it? Did you like did your hands get numb? <laughs> uh, I wouldn't say that. I just like it was a little hard to get up. Um everyone was trying to pick me up and I and I was like oh, I was like really tired truly. Sixty yards down the field. So I was, like, Absolutely. Oh, Great job.
Mike Finneran, NBC Gridiron Weekly. Mike, just tell me in terms of in terms of how the team stepped up and 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 you stepped into a couple new roles here. Great option play there. I mean, t- tell me a little bit in terms of uh, just how, overall how you felt the team stepped up today. Uh, we had a few guys injured, but I feel like we worked really hard this week in practice and we put it all together for the game. And we, feel, we felt really confident in the first half. Like we wanted to put them away, so that was good. In terms of that option play, tell me how that shook out. Um, I didn't know how it was going to go at first. Then I saw Connor down the field and I just threw it up to him. Hoping he's gonna catch it. For for for, for the uninformed um, among us, any relation? To Connor? Yeah. Yeah, we're twins. Yeah. <laughs> just 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 want to get it out there. So uh, being able to share that and have that moment, you know, in terms in terms of sharing a touchdown together, what's that like? Uh, it was it was pretty exciting. I was happy. Like I did I haven't felt like that in a while in sports, so that was good. So you don't really get to do a lot of like things together like in a different sport you don't really get to work together in, in one play yeah absolutely i mean you know everybody comes together in a play but when it when, when it features the two of you that's at the end of it that's pretty special right yeah it was crazy in terms just tell me in terms of how, how the defense stepped up and, and how you felt that you, uh, the, you guys handled ramos and and slayton and just just the, the, the whole the whole the whole andover crew uh we knew bb was going to be really quick and shifty so we knew we had to get good pursuit angles of him and just fly to the ball and team tackle anybody else you want anybody you want to shout out that that i didn't ask you about on our team yeah everyone just the whole line i would say linebackers did really good too because they have to the outside linebackers have to cover they did a good job kevin higgins made a good play on calvin davila excellent some more names out there bill we could have very easily um put the Raiders defense in as as an MVP candidate this week. I mean, they had three picks in the game. They and and more importantly, they held Ramos to 32 yards, a kid who's just gone crazy on on the stat sheet the first 4 weeks of the season. They held him to 32 yards. Yeah, and Tim, when when you're talking about a defensive performance, sometimes in a week it's hard if if they're going like Nolan Houlihan throwing for 300 against Bishop Fian. Some of the critics were, oh well, you know the team wasn't very good, but he still threw for 300 yards yes, against you know. So it's like don't take it away. Central's defense not only had a great game, but they played against a, a team that's ranked you know in the top 20 in the state and you know has as quarterbacks and a a a top tier running back has a good solid line great coaching so not only was it a a great number you know of defensive plays and stats but they played against a team that that you know is kind of up there as far as a, a ranked team all right, a couple more interviews uh, before before we uh, say uh, say our piece on this game. Aiden Pereira next up. Aiden Pereira, MVC Gridiron Weekly. Uh, just tell us a little bit in terms of uh, the, the win today. How you felt the team reacted? Uh, it was a big win starting the MVC season. Uh, we knew we needed to start uh, strong, and this could put us in first place, I believe. Uh, so it was very crucial get three and one too. Absolutely. In terms of just uh, reacting with JJ out and, and the injuries and, and how do you feel the team stepped up and, and guys stepped in the, into the roles? Yeah, the common theme was kind of just play for JJ and I felt that the old line did great. All the receivers caught everything and blocked. Everyone played well so uh, we kind of rallied behind that and uh, we wish him the best and hope he can come back soon. When everybody's getting up for you, you guys are the Tigers for every game. You guys are the Super Bowl for every game in terms of the MVC. 
<laughs> you, got, you got a photo of Aubrey. In terms of just, uh, in terms of just that pressure, how, how do you, how do you embrace that pressure? Uh, we don't really look that far ahead. We kind of just try and stay in the moment, take each game at a time, and um, just keep playing one game at a time, one day at a time at practice, and just. Going all out, and you know, good things will come. How do you feel in terms of in terms of yourself today? In terms of in terms of how, how you delivered? Uh, I think I did play good. Uh, I know the old lineman. I couldn't do it without the old lineman. I could. I put it. I couldn't have done it without the old lineman. Um, Michael Sater, Uwe, uh, Jack Sullivan, uh, Nick Mueller, and George. Oh, Messier, Cause man. Any any other specific name. shout outs you want to give? I just gave you a shout out, Udi, so please, stop talking. Uh, yeah, Nate Hebert, always holding my towel was very good. That was clutch. Um, yeah, Mike Finner, both Finnerins. Connor coming back was big. Mike played a big game, never playing receiver before. Uh, that was very good. Congratulations. So, uh... He got some photo bombers in the interview. He got kissed by one of his teammates on the cheek, so they were they were certainly uh, they were certainly happy after the game. We got one more interview. Nick Donadio had a big game receiving, uh, always strong on defense. Let's hear from him. Nick Donadio, Tim Wood, NBC Gridiron Weekly. Tell me in terms of just the win, in terms of how you guys stepped up on the road here against Andover. Uh, you know, we had a couple of key guys out this week. So we definitely, we got after it this week. Everyone was tuned in. Everyone was all about it. Everyone showed up today, and I'm just happy how we played. Is, is Mike Finneran still around, by the way? It's Michael Finneran! Sorry about that. It's okay. In terms of, just tell me in terms of what you saw from your defense today. Uh, I mean, the D-line was unreal. Like, unreal. I can't shout out the D-line enough. Um, Jermaine Wiggins, Dom Petty, and Uwe, and Brendan Society were all lights out on the D-line today, so they really set the tone for us, so it was huge. Uh, obviously, keying a little bit on, on Ramos, yeah, um, yeah. Was, I mean, was that, was that the, the film study? Yeah, that was the film study all week, I yeah. mean, it was Ramos, BB, BB all week, so I mean, I thought we did pretty good containing him, so... I'm happy with how we showed up and played against him. How do you feel just in terms of the team stepping up in, in JJ's absence and just everybody stepping in and into the, the next role? I mean, JJ, that, that's my brother. That's my best friend. So, I mean, seeing him go down was probably one of the toughest things I've experienced in sports. So, I mean, having a buddy like that go down really is heartbreaking. So, we're, we're going to dedicate the rest of the season to him. That's that's our guy. MVC season, good, obviously a good start to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, in terms, tell tell me just in terms of the the, the the tough games you had, the tough competition you had to start the season, how that prepared you for for MVC time. Well, I mean that our first three games were, like you said, a pretty pretty tough schedule. So getting onto this now, working into MVC, I'm happy with where we're at as a group, and I think we're just going to get better week by week, everyone. All right, Bill. So that is that is the the Raiders after the game. And again, uh, thanks to Coach A, uh, to Ernie DeFiori, and and the coaching staff for helping us corral a bunch of players after the game. Um, Bill, can they be beat? Absolutely, Tim. I think I think any team can be beat with a with a good game plan. I just think the tough part for Central is you have to play a, a good game. You can't have the turnovers that some of these early games are. I, I think for for you know Andover, they they got them in week four, week five. So at that point, you have to be ready. And I, Tim, I, I go back and and I hate doing this, but this is kind of our job. I think I, I'm just so confused by the quarterback 
controversy. There, there's got to be something else yeah. uh, brewing there. If, if Harrington was hurt, or if he was half speed, that's fine. But it sounds like he's he's healthy, and it just it's very confusing. And I don't understand why you'd want to go into a game like Central. Um, you know, not I know they had a couple of losses, so maybe I I don't know. It's just really confusing. So I think Lowell Lowell's in a good situation. They had a a, a good solid game against Methuen. They had a big huge game against uh, against Chumsford where they put up some numbers. So as far as confidence goes, they're going to be ready. I I think the key is you got to come out and you got to do something different. You know, I, I I think when you when you play a game that you're you're supposed to not win, you, you can't you can't you can't be conservative. You know, it's a fourth and one at the at the 50-yard line. Don't punt the ball. You know, go for it. Give your kids confidence and, and do things that, that are going to dictate the game, not late in the fourth quarter because it, what it feels like is Central beats you up in the first quarter and, and they just start rolling. If you can hang on and, and fight them back in the first quarter and make a game about it, all of a sudden we're watching Rocky against you know Ivan Drago and it's a it's a knockout Drago fight. I think someone needs to grab them by the collar and say not today. You're not going to beat us up today. We're going to fight you when I you know on the football field. Um, and I think that's what happens. I think sometimes kids start hanging their heads and and you know and and, and they just lose the game themselves. And I think good coaching and point game plan that that they're definitely beatable, but not. Uh, on a 50% day or a 70% day, you have to have you have to have your A plus game ready to go and have a good solid game plan. And I think the other thing that I've seen is is Central is very good. They have a ton of coaches. They have a ton of high quality coaches, and they come out in the second half and they make adjustments. And you have to be as a coaching staff, you have to be prepared not only to make your own adjustments. But also be ready for theirs, and, and I don't think some staff have been able to been able to do that and hang with them. All right, so that's our say on Central Catholic Andover. Uh, we will take a quick break. Uh, we will wrap it up by by uh, telling you who is uh, who are the nominees for MVC. Uh, MVP this week. Uh, we'll take a look at next week's schedule and then get out of here after a uh, a busy week around the MVC. Uh, it's MVC Gridiron Weekly presented by Davila and Tafasco Insurance. Hey, I want to tell you about Jen Hamilton, the realtor for Keller Williams Realty. She's licensed in Massachusetts and New Hampshire, and she's a big supporter of all things local, especially youth sports. She's a big backer for Central Catholic and Methuen Athletics, but she's a household name around the Merrimack Valley. Hey, the, the autumn market is in full swing. If you are thinking of selling, now is the time. Inventory is an all-time low, making this a seller's market. In a seller's market, there's a greater chance for a bidding war on your home, so put Jen Hamilton's 33 plus years of experience to work for you today by calling for a free, no obligation market analysis of your home. Call Jen at 508-954-7941. A huge supporter of youth athletics. Listen, she, her record speaks for itself. She's one of the top sellers in the region for, for Keller Williams Realty. Hamilton is a house-sold word. Call her at 
the final segment here of MVC Gridiron Weekly presented by Davila and DeFusco Insurance, also presented by realtor Jen Hamilton of the Keller Williams uh, Realtors. Now, I want to tell you, we are going to talk about our MVP candidates in a second here. Uh, we are not going to read through all of our honor roll uh, honorees this week. Go online on Mondays, usually Monday afternoon, and you will see the full honor roll, our, our, uh, our top picks uh, from every team in action the week before. And, and that honor roll is presented by uh, realtor Jen Hamilton. Uh, so a huge shout-out to Jen and, and uh, plenty of accolades to go around. Uh, people seem to really like that and uh, seem to click click the uh, click the heck out of it. So uh, you will Tim, see that on it's, Mondays. It's a box score on steroids. So, <laughs> it, you know, it is. It just does a better job of our honor roll, does a better job of giving the highlights of the game. So parents really do want to click on that. And, and you do a really good job of getting, like, low defense. A box score doesn't say that. A box score doesn't tell the story of a game where you're able to do that in the in the honor roll and, and give little shout-outs here and there and give one to a kid who maybe didn't even make the box score but had 15 tackles and a couple of deflections. And that's why our box score just – I mean, our uh, honor roll just beats the heck out of everyone else's box score. Hey, and not for nothing, we want to just uh... – I don't want to say we want to issue a challenge, but I mean, hats off to folks last week. We, you know, we want to keep growing the the MVC MVP voting. Uh, Seven hundred and sixty-eight total votes last week. Was that was that somewhere in, right in this? The uh, yeah, we're, high we're going up. We're going up over two hundred every week. Yeah. So we're, we started out, you know, three hundred, then five hundred, now seven hundred, and we're we're probably my prediction is we're probably going to be right around a thousand. And not not for nothing, not for nothing. Uh, you pointed out we we uh we beat one of uh Danny Ventura, Mister Mister High School Sports himself, Danny Ventura. We we beat out one of his polls. Uh twenty nine year veteran guy is no joke, knows his stuff. Um, and I, I might have saw he had a poll about the best um, the best uh, private school out there, and I was looking at it, and I went to go vote, and I noticed the number of, of voters, and I said, Tim, we've beat Danny V by over 100 votes. This is kicker. This kills it. So, yeah. And that, not that we're glo- no, bragging or gloating or anything. But that's just a huge shout-out to the fans of the show that, that have really embraced – uh, not just this this poll, but even just when we put when we asked you who who uh, who you think were going to win the games, we we put that on fri- on Fridays, and you 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 just jumped all over that. So you know we've had this up for about four hours so far on Sunday, um, uh, o- over three hundred votes now, it, and it has it has shifted dramatically the same way it did while we were on the air last week. Uh, it seems like the Bill Ricca folks they 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 wake up and and just start clicking because Shane Aylward was in the lead uh, and then uh, right behind was Connor Finneran and now it is a three three way race between Brian Hamilton who's currently in first Connor Finneran Shane Aylward all bunch right in there together and then folks you know give give the defense some love the little defense is our is our final nominee. Uh, and they're so, not far behind either. They've no, got 18% of the vote. So uh, first of all, shout out to Colby Cyrus, who uh, 
uh, from Bill Ricca. He uh, 220 yards receiving, three touchdowns and an interception. He was the MVP winner last week, uh, rallied to win the fan vote, and also took uh, Hector's Hector's vote. So he become he became the winner last week. As we mentioned, the nominees, and we can kind of uh, give a shout out for each one of them. Bill, uh, why should folks vote for Shane Elward? Tim, I think Shane for me is easy. He's going to be my my vote for the week. I mean, I was at the Barica game. I saw Hamilton and and take nothing away from him, but Elwood is probably going to be on this list week in and week out. Um, you know, tough opponent in North Andover, and he just is so good in every facet of the game. A ninety yard touchdown return. You know, defensive play, defensive stops, touchdowns. You know, he's a kid that, to me, in, in every sense of the word, is an Iron Man on that football field. I will, uh, I will make the pitch on Connor Finner, and I mean, it just you know, with JJ Mer- Mercury out, uh, Mercury out, uh, huge uh, addition back into the lineup for for the the, the Raiders, and Connor Finner and stepped up huge. Uh, for them, three receptions, 72 yards, his first two varsity touchdowns, and just a big lift. Uh, the Finner and brothers together maybe could have put them up together, but uh, we, we went with Connor. Uh, so, you know, th- there's my pitch for Connor. Bill. Bill All right, hold on, Tim. Hold on, Tim. I'm getting a call right now. It's actually Hector. Hector's calling in right now. He's got a Red Sox hat on, and I'm going to speak for Hector as he's talking into my ear. Uh, Hector is going to go. Uh, for the voting, he's going to go with Brian Hamilton. Uh, the Barica people are going to come out and vote for Brian Hamilton, and he's going to pull it off just like last week when I picked Colby Cyrus. And, and uh, is that Hector's... for real? Uh, no, not at okay. all. Not real. I'm just, <laughs> just giving Hector a hard time. <laughs> Get, make the case for the little Red Ra- Raiders defense, Bill. Tim, great game, ton of great plays. Uh, I, I can't. You know what I mean? They, they just, they, they dominated Chelmsford, Chelmsford. If you saw the week before, Chelmsford was, what, 15-12 to 12 against Drakeit and just turned the ball over yeah. and made a ton of mistakes. I, I'm really excited about their new coach. I think Chelmsford's a big town, and, and he can make a, a comeback. But Pop Warner-wise, they're splitting with, with Westford. The town itself is not supporting football the way they had in the past. It's going to be really hard for him to to bring that all the way back to the prominence it was in the, the 80s, 90s, and, and early 2000s. So, you know, although Lowell put together a great first quarter, it's against a team that's really struggling, and, and I really have a hard time saying that 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 defense beats an all-purpose of almost 200 yards. Should for... I not even have put them on the pole? Is that what, no, is that what you're saying? Or... No, I think, you know, it was great to have their coach on, all their players. They got some great stories. Brendan Ty is no joke as a player. But as far as you asking me to – How do to, they rank, yeah, in, in, this, they're, they're, in this week? Yeah. They are right in where they deserve to be. I think they had a great game against a, a, an opponent that is hurting a little bit. So I think them finishing fourth is is right where they belong. Oh, uh, all right. No, 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 I'll no, tell no, you no, what, Red Raider right. fans, show them wrong. Show them wrong if, if you hey, don't agree. Hey, I'm telling you right now, Coach Sigsbury's interview already has over 500 views. So I don't see anything stopping the Barica Indians uh, fans from just taking care of their boy, Brian Hamilton. So Cunningham, get out, retweet, tweet. Instagram, whatever you got to do, and take care of my boy Shane Elward because 
he needs to get one of these uh, MVP weeks because he is so deserving. But you guys are getting your butts kicked on Twitter. Uh, they are at the moment. They are at the moment, and we'll, we'll we'll see again. As you see, voting closes each Tuesday. So if you're watching this before Tuesday at 11:59 p.m., click in and vote. And if you you missed out on it this week, get in next week. It goes up every Sunday morning, Saturday late night, usually Sunday morning. Uh, and you'll have you have about two and a half days to vote. So get in and vote for the MVP. And uh, Bill one. One last thing to just kind of go over here, the schedule for next week. You know, interesting week in terms of uh, because of where the games are, um, it's loaded on Friday night, which is which is not the norm, but uh, it is in terms of the EEE issues this, this year. But this Friday, you've got North Andover at Chelmsford. You've got Central Catholic at Lowell. Drake it at Acton Boxborough, and then the one that that we've circled, Tewksbury at Bill Ricca. Any any thoughts on the Friday games? No, Tim. I, I think you know we say it each and every week. Um, you know these these teams are loaded, and even like you said, Lawrence Haverhill. You know, there's two teams that are going to want their first win, so they're going to come out battling. I think the Methuen Andover game. I, I think you know. Hey, I, I wish we could get to every single one of these games because there's going to be some good football being played. Yeah, I think the Methuen Andover game is going to is going to be a, a real tight one, uh, and 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 you know, Friday night is just you know, like I said, you got four games there on Friday night, three of them you know direct competition between MVC opponents and and you know uh Central Catholic Lowell interesting uh I was just at Lowell so I'm probably going to end up back in in, in Bill Ricca on uh, on Friday night to 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 see that showdown and then um you know the the Methuen and and Andover game is is probably the, the Saturday game of of note for sure although like like we've talked about uh, be good to see one of the Haverhill and Lawrence teams get get a win. So we will we will uh, be watching there. Uh, we will be listen. Uh, you know, as we've said, send us your videos. Send us send us uh, interviews. Send us uh, suggestions. Uh, hit us up on 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 direct message on Twitter, uh, and uh, you know all the ways to to get in contact with us. Still getting the love and still get it's devastating. So as a parent, as a as a coach, as an injury and it's 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 devastating. So as a parent, as a as a coach, as a as a player myself, you know those are the kids that that you got to make sure you keep an eye out for. Those are the kids that you know still a part of that team, and and you got to make sure that that they're still getting the love and still getting the 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 respect from the fans and and from their schools because these are the kids that that you know end up taking a painkiller or start to feel left out and and things starts to hit them in a different way. And there is a real thing called sports depression, and we need to make sure that that we're that we recognize that. Um, it's obviously hit my house a little bit right now. And the fact that, you know, Connor got dinged up. But, you know, I've been texting all week. Uh, great to hear Nate Hebert uh, did not play this week, but is a Methuen kid at Central that was getting a shout-out by the quarterback. And obviously, Mercurio, who, you know, I didn't know a ton about, but I'm starting to learn as I'm talking to different people. Those injuries are are are, are obviously physically debilitating. 
but what they do on on the mind as well. And, and we need to make sure that that these athletes are taken care of not only physically but mentally to make sure that that they uh, they stay on top of their game. And when they're ready to come back, they're both physically and mentally ready to come back. So didn't mean to get on my soapbox, nope. but you know it's something that that we talk about this show, Tim. We want it to be fun. We want it to be about the kids, but we also want to make sure that that we're we're talking about some things that that are also important for people to understand absolutely i i can't i can't uh I, I can't beat what bill just said so i will simply say thank you for watching the show uh and watch us all throughout the week hey let us know how we're doing um the, the show listen we've constantly gotten suggestions constantly tweaked how we're doing the show constantly added new features and it's all because of you guys and 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 what you got you know just the the more and more viewers we get the more and more feedback we get so we can't thank you enough uh it's exciting you know we're excited about mvc football we're so thrilled that we're we're making a connection with you and we look forward to doing it again next week hopefully with a full roster and and um both both bill and i over the sniffles here uh, for for Bill Bryant, for all I can't even name all of the interviews we had this week, but a you know, huge thank you to Dwayne Sigsbury uh, for for joining us on our, our extended interview of the week. Uh, Twice. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, huge huge thanks to all the contributors, all the folks sending in videos. Keep sending them, and we'll be right back at you next week on MVC Gridiron Weekly, presented by Davila and Defusco Insurance. Have a great week, everybody. Go Pats.